All right, now we're live, everyone. Lady, every, we're we're live, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Ray Infinity Show podcast. I'm your host Ray, and this is episode 90. And today, I I got one of my good friends on here to come on and be part of this episode. This is a huge celebration episode, and I got hip hop artist and YouTuber Black Pegasus. He's one of my favorite YouTubers I I watch, and he's an awesome hip hop artist. So, how you doing, brother? What's good, man? In here, kicking it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like I'm, um, I I wanted you to come, want you to come on with someone else, but like I said, like I said before we went live, like the other guy he couldn't make it, so we're just gonna be us two, and we're just gonna have a lot of fun here today. Cool. And w- with us being on Rumble, and I know how much you're into like all this heavy, heavy shit, right? That's going on. And with being, us being on Rumble, we can say whatever the fuck we want to say. And no, no, no holding back. If you, if, whatever you want to say, just say it. Don't even bother trying to pause. Say whatever it is. Like. We're going to have a whole lot of fun here tonight. All right. <laughs> yeah, I got you. All right. All right. But the first thing I want to talk to you about, like, um, before we get into like all the, all the hardcore stuff, mm-hmm. like I, I saw you posted on Instagram, like the other day that you got a, a strike up on YouTube. And so you can't yeah. post anything for a week. And I know Cyrus told me that you've gotten strikes beforehand, but so what you did to avoid them was that you didn't do nearly as many political um, videos or anything like that. You just yeah. did more like reaction types of videos and stuff like that. Yeah. And so, oh, go oh, ahead. Keep going, my bad. Oh, that's fine. But like, but like, um, and that's how you were avoided getting strikes. You were just doing more reaction types of videos from now on. And every now and a while, you'll try to do something political, but you rarely try to do it. And plus, when you did these other types of videos, you actually got more views as well. And from everything I've seen, you were just doing everything fine, and then I just saw you got a strike there, strike that you posted. So, can you talk about it, explain what happened there? Yeah, during the pandemic, um, you know, I've always, dude, I've had my YouTube channel for I think almost sixteen years now. So, um, I've been releasing music videos. I mean, dude, I'm forty two years old. I started um, doing performing in 1998. So I've been at it for a while, but I think I put my first music video on YouTube probably about 16 years ago. So I've always had a music channel. Um, during the pandemic, me and my buddy to start decided to start a podcast and obvious, the nature of the pandemic, you know, we started talking shit about what was going on. And in that time, we ended up occurring a couple strikes. As people might know or not know, your strikes go away after 90 days, as long as you don't commit another one. So you get a little bit of a a period to move. But um, as we are doing political commentary, podcasting and light reactions, we start I started noticing an uptick when we reacted to this dude, Harry Mack. He's a freestyle artist and I come from freestyle rap. So it was interesting. So I was like, oh, this is fun. And we kept getting an uptick. Then, to be honest, after the last strike, I was like, yo, like one of my music videos, first music videos has my mom, dad, brother and a bunch of my friends in it. And my mom, you know, rest her soul. She's no longer here. So like if they scrub my channel, like I lose like all of my history, I lose a lot. So I decided I'm done with this shit. I'm like, I'm not like for me. I don't know if you know this, but like I'm a staple in Colorado hip hop. Like some people will call me a legend, whatever. I'm not going to I'm not trying to pat myself on the back, but sometimes you have to say it because people aren't aware of it. But I've been like I've I've kind of helped create the hip hop scene in Colorado. And um, I was just like, yo, I'm not an expert in politics. I'm not an expert in all this stuff. I didn't want to risk my YouTube channel for just these things, because what happened was. During the pandemic, 
a lot of corporate people, you know, there's these huge companies like Live Nation that throw these huge concerts. And a lot of people are just like, oh, he's a COVID denier. They wouldn't work with me. They won't let me throw events. When the mandates were going down, I couldn't get into venues to perform. So there's a lot of bullshit going on that I spoke out against. But it also like what happened was originally I started to blow up because I was one of the rare people speaking out against it. And as you know, the suppression kicked in and then it limited my reach, which also started to limit my career. And at that point, man, I was just like, I'm not Tommy Vexed, right? I'm not fucking Chris Webby or High Res where I had all these followers and I can risk. I'm still trying to grow my channel. So I decided just to stop. I was like, I'm not talking culture war, blah, blah, blah. If people bring me on, we can have the convo. And I started diving into hip hop reactions mainly. And what I realized is in doing that, more people started engaging because I'm already a hip hop artist. Um, people started engaging with me. But then when I react to, let's say, a Tom McDonald video and I explain where my political beliefs are, mad people just start being like, yo, I got to follow you. I didn't know you thought like this. So it's cool. I just I just stopped. I was like, I'm not talking vaccines. I'm not talking covid. I'm not talking politics. I'm not talking election fraud because I knew that would get me uh, in trouble. Now, one night I had the bright idea. I'm like, dude, I'm going to I'm not going to talk any of that shit. But I wanted to do a conspiracy night. There's this RZA song called Tragedy. It's a hip hop song. Chris Webby, Roth Thoughts 5 is bananas. He talks about the vaccine, Biden, blah, blah, blah. And Vinny Paz, end of days. Now, I react to Vinny Paz, end of days. That's what got me the strike. In that song, Vinny Paz, and this is on YouTube's platform. The video is on YouTube's platform that I reacted to. Vinny Paz said he broke the guidelines, not me. He said in this song, the bird flu was a lie. The swine flu was a lie. Why would that even come as a surprise? The polio vaccine made you die. It gave people cancer and they lost a lot of their lives. And I was like, oh, did you guys hear that? And I even said, I didn't say it, YouTube. He said it, but I second the notion. That was kind of the, my commentary. And I ended up getting a strike for that. So, um, yeah, that's how, how all that went down. To me, does you didn't break the rules because you were because like last I checked in the YouTube terms of service, reaction and commentary is allowed. Yeah. So you didn't break any rules. Yeah. And um, you know, get, still give you a strike. Yeah. And, I, you know, I take full accountability. I had some commentary where I was like, look, you know, there's some truth to what he's saying. You have to look up. Like if you look it up on Google, you can see. So the, the polio vaccine actually was tainted with like a simian virus or some shit. And people were getting cervical cancer like this is just you can go Google it, you know. But I just said, yo, that what he's saying isn't a lie. And you guys can Google that. I didn't say anything about the vaccine here or there. I tried to follow the guidelines. But again, just taking extreme accountability. This is how I look at it. I'm like, look, man, I'm going to go ahead, take the L. And uh, I'm not going to talk about that shit on YouTube. And now that I kind of got my rumble a little popping, I'm like, yo, I can come here and say whatever I want. Like, it feels so good. I'm filming videos over here. I did a I just dropped a video on my channel on Rumble um, and it says not effective. And it shows the chick because like I just got caught up, man. Like when I first start the pandemic started out, I told motherfuckers that this vaccine would not stop transmission. Now, I'm not no doctor or scientist, but a lot of the, fr uh, what are they, the, the frontline doctors 
And then some of the people they quote unquote anti-vaxxers were explaining why it wouldn't stop transmission, this, that and the other. So I was going all along with what they were saying and betting that they were right. And in hind in, in fast forward, they were right. And so now I, I, I'm just like, dude, like it's weird because I, I I'm banned from Twitter permanently. I have another strike on YouTube currently, you know, I have strikes on fucking TikTok, on Instagram. It's just, bro, for just saying what is actually proven. Like, if you said a vaccine was effective, that means it would stop the spread. It would stop transmission. So we could legitimately say out loud, this was not effective, at least not that. Now, is it an effective therapeutic? That's arguable if you want to be fair about it. But it's not effective in immunizing people and stopping the spread of this COVID-19 virus. It isn't. So, yeah, man, you know, that's my story. I'm sticking to it. <laughs> like, like, um, and I still don't understand why everyone's been pushing this vaccine. Like, um, are you like, did you actually see that article they wrote about how, how, how basically I forgot who it was. Was it the CDC or someone who said that, Hey, how getting the vaccine um, prevents you from getting into car accidents. Did you actually, did you see that article? Actually? I, I heard about it. I, I'm just, oh. I'm so over everything. Like the, the worst, the worst blow for me is because, um, you know, through all this, I started seeing what they were doing to Trump, the media. Like I was like starting to see how they were all the different stuff they were doing to him. And so I was starting to rock with him in the sense like, yo, he's cool. Like I'm not like a Trumper. But I'm like, yo, he's cool. Like, he doesn't trigger me. I'm not mad at him. And I, I voted for him over Biden. But this whole him being like, I'm the father of the vaccine. It saved 100 million lives and all this bullshit. I'm like, bro, I can't fuck with him like that, bro. Like, yeah. it's just like I'm on, I'm on to the next because I'm just like and not that these politicians matter that much. We just need someone who's not going to sell out the country to the uh, to the World Economic Forum and these uh, global concepts that. You know, all this climate change bullshit, like all this shit to me is bullshit. Um, I'm not saying climate change is a farce, but what I'm saying is these motherfuckers. That's why I always say pandemic. People yeah. take that out of context. They think that I'm saying that the pandemic was fully planned out and arranged. What I'm saying is they weaponize every tragedy. Every tragedy has a plan to weaponize it so they gain more control and people lose more freedoms. So it's planned out for us to lose more freedoms every tragedy that happens. They're just huh, climate change up, school shooting up, blah, blah, blah. And all these things aren't to be taken lightly. Like school shootings are fucked up. But it's like, oh, we're going to take the law abiding citizens guns because this fucking jackass decided to shoot up a school. It don't make no fucking sense. Yeah. And to and to uh, for further elaborate on that, when you when, and when you all after after all these school shootings, when they test all these people for drugs, they all come up um, with um, a test positive for drugs. But from big pharma, like all these um, antipsychotics or op opioids or whatever you want to call it, they, they all test positive for something. It's like all the, these drugs, like what the, what it does, it changes the chemical composition of your fucking brain when you take these. It fucks your what you're what you actually think, if you what you feel, um, what what you don't give a shit about, or anything like that. And like, it, this truly messes you up. And like, whenever anyone brings this up, the pharmaceutical companies they do not want to hear this. And a lot of other people say like, oh no, this again. When when actually, if you it's a, a something that's pr completely going on with all these, um, it's something a similar thing with all these shootings. All these shooters test positive for something, and no one wants to talk about that. 
Yeah, there's I mean, there's mental health issues in our country. Now, this is the root cause. The root cause of a lot of mental health issues just comes from basic health. Right. Like if people are getting out, working out, getting in the sun, eating healthy, this would eliminate a lot of mental health problems. Not all of them, but it would help tremendously. But again, you know, they're um, pushing through things like, oh, for obese kids, they can get surgeries instead of like dietary things. And, you know, I, I saw Rogan post the di new dietary pyramid and like um, Lucky, Char Lucky Charms is allegedly more healthy than vegetables. In this food pyramid, like they are trying to kill you. They don't give a fuck about your health. They never have this fucking vaccine. Like if you really think these motherfuckers care about your health, the same motherfuckers who are always talking about population, right? The population is the issue of the climate. So then let motherfuckers die. Like what, what are you talking about? You're like, oh, but we got to save you with this vaccine. Like none of it makes sense. It's all like, bro. It's a, there's a lot of smoke and mirrors yeah. and um, I, I just don't rock with this stuff. Like, yeah. I, I believe we need to protect our environment. You see an oil spill. I think any person with common sense could be like, yo, that's bullshit. Like, look at all the marine life that's affected by that. Um, mm -hmm. However, all this carbon nonsense and, and like it's all bullshit. Like, so you're going to go dig up more lithium and cause more damage to, to make electric shit. It's just like none of it makes sense to me. And I, I'm a very simple person. Like, I know this is a simple way of looking at it, but I'm like, look, the motherfucking weatherman can't get the shit right. How am I supposed to trust you with 10 years, 100 years? Oh, this is going to happen. It's like, bro, there's cycles. There's so, And there's a lot of scientists that speak out against us saying, no, climate change isn't going to affect us like that. This is why. But they mute them just like they mute the doctors, the virologists who were like, yo, man. You shouldn't fucking vaccinate in the middle of a pandemic. You shouldn't do this. You shouldn't do that. And they did it anyway for money. So it is what it is. Yeah. Like, are you aware that in the European Union, they have actually called for the arrest of scientists who question, not say, who just question the the effect that um, if global war if warming is, um, is, is man-made. They literally called for the arrest of for scientists that said that. I, I didn't know that. But, you know, they banned David Icke. He's literally banned in like, I think 26 areas of Europe and he's currently going just because when he goes and speaks, so many people come out to see him. So they banned him um, in Europe. They'd be tripping. I think someone went to someone posted like a joke on Twitter and got arrested. It was like a, a joke talking about trans people and, and yeah. Canada. I heard is like that, too. Now, take that with a grain of salt. I know something happened in Europe from a tweet or something internet related and they got arrested for saying something about trans people but yeah man it's clown world yo like it's like even with this pronouns bullshit i'm just like bro i don't give a fuck what you want to do behind the scenes do whatever the fuck but i'm not changing real language for your fucking delusional mind like we already know that fucking being trans is like like look you have a some type of mental issue you literally have a mental issue. Now I'm supposed to jump into this mental issue game and fuck you. I don't give a fuck. Like, this is what I'm on. I'm like, look, you have a mental issue. I don't. I got love for you because you're a human being. But I'm not calling you. Like, look, I'll call you by your name. I'm the, I don't have pronouns. I ain't calling you by some. I'm not playing these fucking Mickey Mouse games with people. Like, that's just what I'm on. People are like, oh, that's hate speech. You're a hater. I'm like, then I am. Then I am a motherfucking hater because I'm like, bro, that's your delusional mind. And I don't I'm not going to be involved in that because it's like it's a slippery slope. One day you're a fucking a dude's a girl. The next day the dude's a fucking cat. 
Then the next day, the dude is going to be black. I'm like, y'all are tripping. Y'all are fucking tripping. I'm not rocking with this shit. Yeah, like like we can talk about David Ike right there. Like um, like I I listen to him every now and then, but then but then every now and then he talks about shape shifting lizard people. Like yeah. that 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 part just throws me off right there. So like, yeah, like I like I think there's um, this is the same thing I think about Alex Jones with like I put them in the same him and David Ike in the same um boat. We're like they say a lot of truth, but then they, but then there are times where they say a bunch of nonsense. Like what, like shape shifting lizards is is, in a, is an example. For like what I believe, what I believe it that the reason for that is like, and I heard this from someone else who is like them, but he goes even more hardcore than even they do. His name is Alan Watts. I'm pretty sure you never heard of him, and he actually died mysteriously in 2020, mysteriously, and he was only in his 50s. So that should tell you something weird right there. But like what he was saying was like um people like Alex Jones or David Icke, they are given the truth by people, but within the truth, they are given lies, like stuff that's so ridiculous that it that it'll make them everyone like us look like Looney Tunes and stuff like that. And people will be like, oh, what the hell? Like shape-shifting lizards is, is an example. So mm-hmm. like they're given the truth, but there's lies put in within it. Like with the Sandy Hook situation, clearly Alex Jones was wrong about that, obviously. So Someone told him that it was fake, even though it was clearly not fake. It was real. So, and that's why he's, that's why he got it wrong. It's not, I don't, at least I don't believe that um, he intentionally said that. I think he, someone told, lied to him about it and he just said it. That's yeah. what I take. Perception is everything. Um, you know, I don't know what is more crazy believing in, a man being a woman and allowing men to play in female sports or believing in shape-shifting lizards. You see what I'm saying? Like, right. Like that's fuck. That's crazy. Cause it's like, yo, a shape-shifting lizard is all is crazy until you see a dude with a dick and balls jump into a swimming pool and beat the fuck out of women in their own sport. I'm like, what are, you know what I mean? Like, that's where I'm at. I'm like, okay, it is wild, but I've seen wild and like, for the things, the truth that David Ike presents, you know, I, you know, the the lizard stuff, I, I get a little thrown off too. Like I can't lie, that's the main thing. Like people get at me just because I say I rock with David Ike and Alex Jones because when they got one thing wrong, you know, they're just okay, throw them out with the bathwater. But I'm just like, look, man, they've been, I've been following Alex Jones like on my on our first album, Focus on Skills. We put Infowars.com because we didn't even have our own. Uh, website you know this is in 1999 so i've seen him grow uh, you know it is what it is like uh i'm not gonna um hate on i i feel like david ike's lizard messaging is a little more off the wall than alex jones i feel like alex yeah. jones antics are crazy he admits he got sandy hook wrong because of the info he was given um but it, it still doesn't downplay the the fact that um who are these shooters you know, like, where are they coming from? Now, I don't know much about Sandy Hook, but sometimes, like, you know, this Uvalde shooting, there was so much foul play, things that looked foul. You start to wonder, like, are, you know, what do they call them, psyops? Are people, are, you know, are intelligence agencies setting up or, like, drugging people on some MK Ultra shit and sending them into these schools? Like, what's really going on here? And I, I don't have that answer, but, um, you know, the more some of these things come to light, these movies you watch it's called predictive programming but the movies you watch you think it's impossible to happen 
now I'm starting to be like, damn, after the pandemic, I'm like, anything is really possible. Like it's, it's, it's right in front of our nose. Yeah. Like, um, the age of provocateurs in like during Seattle in the, in the late nineties, the world trade center protest, if you recall that Alex Jones talked about that and exposed it. And then the media came out and says like, Hey, this guy's actually correct right here. And like, like there was, a, and you found out this was actually a tradition that that was pretty much that was done for like um people to actually go in that into peaceful protest and start smashing things to break up protest. And when you and when you look at um January sixth, and you see something like um uh, what happened during in the in this in the World Trade Center protest, you clearly see there's um some kind of correlation right there. Like we all know who we. It's pretty obvious that Ray Epps is like. Is, is there's something fishy going on with Ray Epps? There's no denying that. Like, um, he's the guy was literally caught on camera telling people to go into the Capitol, and and he and this guy has not been charged. And and well, and their excuses, well, the guy didn't go into the Capitol, that's why he's not being arrested. When last I checked, telling someone to commit a crime is illegal, right? I he, la- that's last I checked, he literally incited violence. Yeah, in Tell my us- opinion. If you tell someone to break the law and like they do it, that is illegal. You can't do that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's a lot going on. I mean, the whole political system and like everything. I struggle with it because if I can't see a solution, then I'm like, okay, what am I doing? I kind of move on to the next thing because I'm like, yo, I got to be successful in my life and I got to make certain things happen. With politics in America, I think term limits is important. I think banning um, any politician from being on the stock market or like doing stocks while they're in their terms should be banned. I think um, corporate money going to uh, to these politicians should be ended. Um, And yeah, that's just what I think. I think that would help solve a lot of the nonsense going on. Um, You know, they're going to have to figure out like, look. I don't know what's going on with these elections, but the shit that's going on in Arizona is weird. You know, I I went back and forth on the Trump Biden. I still to this day do not believe Biden got 81 million votes. But because I feel like maybe the stranglehold big tech has sometimes I'd be like, eh, maybe he did win the election, you know, because I like Trump, Trump, the whole stop the steal stuff. Like I'm like, I kind of, you know. I don't know. Like I said, Trump has thrown me off with the whole vaccine stuff. I'm just like, bro, they're using the vaccine to usher in the the, the um, social credit score, the mandates, all this stuff. So in my opinion, he's a part of it at some level. So I just I re think of everything he says and does. And, you know, I see the divisiveness of everything going on. And, you know, like I said, man, I, I voted for Trump and I, I he doesn't trigger me. However, like I see both sides of the coin more so now than ever. And I think uh, overhaul of our political system before before we get, yo, this global shit is coming. You know, people I'll see. I was watching this uh, documentary on YouTube. It's, it's like this place rules. And they're like they covered the whole January 6th thing. And it was interesting because they tried to make people seem dumb. Like the people they interviewed, they're like, who are the global elites? And then the views like. Well, well, I don't really know 
but you know they're there and it's just like one of those things it's like if you ask me that i'm like well it's the people pulling the strings at the global level we know the world economic forum brings all these people together so you can say klaus schwab is kind of leading this thing you got your bill gates you got the people in the davos group i mean there's many people and um when they say the global elites it's not like this secret cabal it's this global group of people who think that they know what's best for the planet and we need to do these things for the planet but to do those things inherently americans have to lose their freedom because you can't be able to do this that and the other and uh save the planet and that's where I, you know i have to draw the line because i'm like you know mm-hmm. someone's got to draw the line because you know the the potential of a after they locked this down for the pandemic that's when i was like okay anything's possible i need to get my head out of the sand and be alert and ready for what's next well actually i'm um, saying that just as just a cabal of, of um these um leaders is like an under it, it's I, it's literally like illuminati type of stuff it literally is like um the, like bill gates as you know is a rockefeller klaus schwab is a rothschild these are two these the rothschilds and the rockefellers are two of the richest families in the world if you didn't know that and you underestimate how much power that these guys have. Like these are the top people in the entire world. Like, and it's scary. And like, like when you say like, oh, they, they're doing what, what they think is best for the world. Here's what it is. What these elites are, they are psychopaths who worship Moloch, the owl God. That should tell you all you need to know right there. Like, <laughs> Yeah. I, I mean, this is the thing. Like I saw Alex Jones expose Bohemian Grove. But I don't know personally, like, so I don't know for a fact who's all involved in in these like occultish style secret society things. I know they exist. I know there's people connected to them. Is every global elite connected to that? I'm giving them the, I guess you could say shadow of the doubt, like, yo, they think this is best for the globe. Regardless of what they think, though, it still shouldn't have fringe on us. That's my main thing. It's like, yo, this is what you think is best for the globe, but who the fuck are you? That's who I'm saying. I'm like, you're just because you have a little bit of bread doesn't mean you can establish all these things. Like, and this is why even with America, like the constitution and stuff um, was written out the way it was to dodge all these like monarchs and all the King, you know, this, like, you know, this type of concept, you know, even though, it's an illusion. Politics are an illusion in a, in a way because there are people in power controlling, pulling the strings. And, um, you know, but it, I don't know how to explain it totally, but we have freedoms and they're dissolving. But we had more freedoms at one point and we're allowing these things to dissolve even more. And, you know, like I'd like somewhere cool for my daughter to let, grow up and stuff like that. You know, tonight I'm watching a I forget what channel it is, but it has that show alone. And, you know, all the commercials, like it's just the commercials are super progressive now. There's things that I don't want my daughter seeing in these commercials. Like I personally and and this is just me, but, you know, all these agendas, I just feel like these like I never had to ask my parents like, yo, why is this man marrying another man? Now, I don't care. Like I have gay homies and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But I think that subject matter is kind of deep for a four year old. You know what I'm saying? And and she's at that age where you're seeing Cinderella get married in a movie. Then you see a commercial and you question these things. And I personally, I'm just like, yo, like I'm cool where I'm like, oh, these two 
people loved each other. So they got married. But the depth of that conversation, I'm not ready to have with my four year old. I don't want to have with my four year old. So it's like now you got to watch the programming, you know, because it's easy if you're walking around in public. Right. And something like that, you're just like, oh, yeah, these two people love each other. Boom. It's simple, you know. But the programming on television is more in depth. Like it's like it's it's a deeper conversation you have to have. And I just, you know, I don't know what is going on in this world, but the programming is changing in America and it's very interesting. And I've never been this way because I got to be real. I'm super I, I was I'm a rapper, bro. Everyone in my circle is liberal and pretty progressive. And I grew up that way. So for me to be having this conversation, it's I believe it's because when you become a parent, you start having to protect your children from the world because their programming is very important. Like that's what's going to guide them the rest of their, their life. And, um, you know, if my, if my daughter was like, you know, like part of the LGDP, I wouldn't trip. I'm not going to shun her for that because that's what type of parent I am. Some conservatives would say the opposite. I'm just saying I don't want her to be forced not forced groomed in a sense to this lifestyle because of all these things they start projecting to children at a young age. And so, you know, I don't know. I'm, I'm waking up to this stuff. I don't, you know, we're not going to put her in school. We're homeschooling. So we're kind of blessed in that aspect, but you know, I'm seeing all this stuff pop up in Disney and I'm like, yo, what is this? Like, you know, there's some movie on Disney and it was like super crazy, like tampons and shit were in it, like just cra like crazy stuff that kids. Don't, I'm like, yo, you a, a, a little girl, like maybe this is for 13, 14 year old kids, but they're definitely not marketing it just to that age bracket. So, yeah, yeah. Like at the Davos event, there was literally I forgot there was a, a woman there who said that they were working with Hollywood to put all the, their agenda into all these these this programming. They literally said this at the Davos event. So. Yeah. They, yeah, so this should tell you all you need to know right there. Like, it's it, not just, it's not like um, Hollywood's doing it on their own. They're being told to, or they're being paid to do it, whatever, yeah. something like that. Yeah, my thing is like, I just grew up like in the 90s, and I just don't ever remember a time. I don't know, man. I just, I guess we were less sensitive back then. I mean, our verbiage was pretty callous. I just don't ever remember like, man, like the stuff going on that they claim is going on. You know, I just don't remember that type of stuff. Like, you know, it, it's just strange, but whatever, like these topics, it's funny because these topics are sensitive on YouTube. My thing is this. I just want to have the conversations, you know, like, yo, why is this? Like, why is all this stuff? Like, for example, my biggest question is this. When the gay population is about four or five percent, right? I don't understand why their representation on screen in Hollywood is like it feels like it. Or well, I don't really know, but it's in every piece of content I've seen recently, like recent movies, and it feels like from what I'm seeing, it's just like there's over representation. I'm like, yo, if there's only four percent of the population that is this, but they're being represented even by twenty percent or more. Like I was just watching the show on Netflix called The Circle. And I think um, in that game, 80 or 90 percent of everyone was in that community. The LG, and I was just confused because I was like, that's not a fair representation. It's just not even it's not even close to being accurate, you know. And then I see all this stuff going on with this dude who wouldn't wear a LGTB jersey and stuff like that. And yeah. I'm just more laid back about it. Like, I'm just like, dude, do you. 
but I see where this is going. Like this polarizing thing is happening. And um, I think it could be dangerous. I think when people, like you said the word forced, I don't think it's necessarily being forced, but I think people feel like things are being forced and that's the dangerous part. And I think people got to have this conversation because like, I know a lot of really cool people in the LGTB community. Um, actually one of my best friends and business partner, his boss and, 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 and his, uh, husband, you know, they're in the community. Mm -hmm. They're super cool. Like I mess with them. So when I have these conversations, like there's a couple of UFC fighters in my town, they're in that community. So I don't want to say these things and trigger them or hurt them. I'm not, I don't, I'm not against them getting married. I'm not against, mm -hmm. I'm not against any of that, but I just don't understand why so much stuff is coming down the pipelines in like, uh, the Hollywood aspect and in, in children's programming, you know, um, I remember when they had the drag queen on Nickelodeon and I'm just like, this, none of this stuff. That's weird. That is weird. And if, if, if you don't talk about it, who's going to talk about it? Like why, why I just, you know, that's just something where I'm like, look, man, that's, I'm just keeping it a buck. Like why when was in blues clues. This is what I'm saying. Why? And what? that's targeted towards two and three year olds too. So yeah, I mean, it's just weird to me. Like, I'm just like, cause the other thing that's weird is it's only about sexual. Like, it's not like, Hey, I'm black and I'm oppressed. Hey, I went through this or that it's, I choose to sleep with this type of person or dress this type of provocative way. What does that have to do with children? Like who gives a fuck? Just who cares? Like, bro. And that's the other thing. I, my opinion, I felt like America was embracing the LGTB community more than ever. I thought everything was going in the right direction. Then these like, you know, drag queen story hours and all this weird, oh, uh, you know, trans men competing with uh, biological women. You know, this is what's making people like, hold on. Like, and so if, if they don't see that the average person is not really cool with this stuff, they're going to get a rude awakening. You can only fake the numbers online and suppress people so long before in real time the backlash or whatever starts to because like even with the shoot i live in colorado springs and everyone's like oh some you know hateful person went and shot up gay people and it wasn't it was someone a part of their community uh, that's as it stands that's why it went silent in the media you know everyone wanted someone everyone wanted a straight probably a cisgendered is that what they call them a straight cisgendered white dude male to go shoot up the club and that didn't happen. And that's, what's unfortunate too, because there's still like, even though people don't agree with like, let's say this stuff being in ch children's programming, we're still not going to go out and like, you know, take it out on that community. Like, it's no. just like, no, it's, it, we're just, you know, voice things. And um, there's a, a, a group called gays against groomers. And Very I think well aware of them. I think they're doing the right thing because I know a lot of really cool gay people and I feel like this whole trans movement is hijacked. Trans and drag queens are hijacking the whole LTGP thing where they were like, oh, we just trying to get married and not get discriminated against. And now it's like you got now it's just like it's just too progressive. And that's just what I think. I could be wrong. You know, I don't know. That's my take. But like, dude, you take all that nonsense out of children's programming. You won't even hear me talk about that. I don't even care doesn't matter like the th fact that we're pushing towards young kids potentially to get you know hormone blockers and life-altering surgeries at young ages these are things that i think 
anyone in society should be leery of and try to protect children from until they're ready. We protect them from cigarettes till they're 21 now. But you 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 cool with them cutting off their genitalia because you're saying, oh, they're struggling. They need to be this. And I'm like, I, I just would disagree. But, um, you know, again, yeah. I don't care. Like. Just anyways, it's just putting the it in the programming. I'm like, look, people are going to be people and do weird things, you know, like that's all like this is America. You're free to do what you want. But it's just, you know, putting it in all the entertainment. It's like I can't even watch a show with my child. Um, you know, the these you got to watch all the old school shows, which actually had like some racist shit, like the racist that <laughs> scarecrows from Dumbo. <laughs> I do it. When I seen an elephant fly doing fucking blackface. Well, like, well, well, well me, per, me personally, like, um, like all those racist stuff, like, um, like if you watch Dumbo or like, um, a few of the, the old, like the old, um, Disney sh- cartoons, like, mm-hmm. is that stuff racist and stuff like that? Of course it is. It's pretty obvious that it, it, it was intended to be, but me, I don't have any kids yet, but I eventually want to. What I, here's what I would do. I wouldn't hide that from them. I would show them those 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 things, but I would explain to them that hey, these were just a product of their time. So it doesn't represent things today. It just represents that's how the world used to be. Now yeah. things have changed. That's how I would do it. Yeah, I mean, uh, there's a lot out there. So I mean, it's definitely a wild time, and uh, and I think uh, I would I do I would do the same thing, and I do. There's we it's so funny, dude. When you watch Disney, it's wild. Like Peter Pan. Remember when the natives are like, "What made the red man red?" You're like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, wig, whoa!" I was like, "Ah, that's a little racist," but it, it's, yeah, it's it's just funny. You grow up on it and you just know it. But or the yeah, crows from, yeah, from Dumbo. What, yep. Yeah, there's. I mean, there's mad stuff. It's just the damn Chinese cats. The si- we are Chinese, if you please. Like, there's mad shit, yo. It's it's kind of wild, but. Essentially, they're really it, it's it's all honestly more stereotyping than anything, because, you know, uh, a lot of times it's not it's like, yo, did black people talk like that? You know, were they like, hey, you jive turkey, come on over. Like if you talk like, you know, what I mean? like did they talk like that, though? Like, that's what's crazy. It's just saying they talk like that from. Uh, that perspective is like, oh, that's racist. But if they talk like that, it was just a stereotype of the time, you know. So um, it is what it is. Yeah, like it just it, like you said, it is what it is. Like um, what we have to do, we can't forget it because if we forget it, we could repeat it again. But if we if we like um show them, show, like I said, what explain it to the younger generation, like um we can show show them this is what things like. So we need to prevent this from happening again. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's weird because now we're at a dope place. So this is what's crazy. Like you take away some of the stuff they're trying to slip into Nickelodeon programming and Disney programming for the kids. The kids Cartoon Network. Yeah, they actually have cool stuff like like the Coca Melon stuff. Like they got they got little stuff where it's like there's all different races. I think that's cool. Like that's the one thing I will say growing up, you know, like I remember the I like there was more representation of like the european blonde hair model right and now i'm like yo it's you get to see different races like different races for barbie dolls you know all this stuff is good because we're living a melting pot that's the super dope part it's just interesting because it's like they went overboard it's like you know like we just see i don't know man i'm not with the whole body positivity movement like me personally i think health healthy Mm -hmm. people 
are slender and slim. So we should pedest- we should put healthy people on a pedestal, not people who are unhealthy. And a representation of unhealthiness is obesity and stuff like that. So like, it's funny because now we finally got to a place of inclusivity where we have all different color models, sexy African models, sexy mm-hmm. Latina models, Asian models, white models, blah, blah, blah. But then they're like, oh yeah, let's, you know, the whole body positivity movement. I just think it gives the, it's like, what do you have to work for? Like, mm-hmm. it's like life is always about working for goals and to hit certain goals is hard. It's hard to work out and look good. And so like, yeah, I want to look up to the rock. This is what's funny too with women. They're the ones who get the pass. When do you see fat men models? I've never once seen one. You know, that's all I'm saying. But you see all these fat chicks all like, dude, going to target. That's the oh. overweight. Like, and I'm not even tripping like, you know, elderly entertainment athletes, magazine, whatever. That's cool. But it's just the whole body positivity thing. I'm, I don't think you should be positive if you're unhealthy. I think you should be like in alert mode. Like, yo, I need to fix this because so like that was why America got hit so hard with the covid nonsense, because it was taken out. The obese people like the obese people had the roughest time with uh, the, the COVID-19. So like like I still got a little on me. I'm still trying to work that off. Like, hey, I, I still got a long ways to go. But yeah, every now and then I, I like I, I like sneak in a, a suite or something like that. But it, it just is what it is. I'm still working on at, working to get that fixed now. So, yeah. Yeah. And that's all you can do is work towards it. But it's good to have inspiration, things to look up to. And if we're pedestalizing things. That are like, oh, like it's just like it's not even to be on a pedestal, bro. It's like you don't even have to work to be like to be overweight. You just sit around and eat bullshit. Like so that I don't know, man. I'm kind of going on a rant tonight. I've been all over the place. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Hey, that's my personality. I'm all over the place. Yeah. And I wanted to ask you this. I'm like, we're gonna get back to the vaccine right here. What do you think the goal of the vaccine is? What do you think they're trying to do with it? Uh so Okay, I think that's layered. So I think vaccines are the new hustle. That's what I think. I think allegedly some vaccines did good, some good, you know, but the biggest, the biggest breakthrough, in my opinion, in medical technology was antibiotics is the most effective. It's something that you can say is a cure, right? If you have an infection, you take antibiotics, it cures the infection. Then you take probiotics to get the good get bacteria back in your gut. Boom. That is the only thing, in my opinion, in medical history that's actually cured something. Now, they can cut tumors out. They can deal with things, but it doesn't necessarily cure cancer or cure anything. Antibiotics are an actual cure for infections. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's the biggest breakthrough we've ever had in medical history. And vaccines, we are trying to um, hack our immune system, right? Get get through like because essentially the immune. So essentially, the vaccine is the hu- is the human's immune system. Before vaccines, millions of people had to die from viruses to get immune, right? And then we got immune, then we moved on, and that's why when like people came over to America and they brought over whatever Smallpox. viruses, bacteria, germs that the indigenous weren't familiar with, ninety percent of them died. But the percent that didn't die builds up an immunity. And that's just how we've grown as humans. Now, what people don't know, and I'm not an expert on this, but sanitation is what really helped like out. So having sanitation and herd immunity 
because a lot of people will say, oh, the polio vaccine eradicated polio. And, and that's not true from everything that I've seen mm-hmm. in some of these deep dives. Sanitation played a part in that. And so did uh, herd immunity. So because um, people started getting immune to polio when the vaccine came out and then they accredited mm-hmm. the vaccine to eradicating polio. So there's there's just a lot to be had there. Now, um, the concept of vaccines on paper is amazing and it's a super hack. And if it works that way, great. But um, the ingredients in vaccines do injure people. People get injured from vaccines. So I think this is information people should have and be readily aware of. So before they get vaccinated, they can make this choice, the risk and reward. Like back in the day, chicken pox wasn't a big deal. We just go get chicken pox, have a chicken pox party. Measles wasn't a big deal. You just, they're like, oh my God, all all these anti-vaxxers stopped getting all vaccines because of the pandemic. And now there's these outbreaks of measles. Who gives a fuck? Like it's, it's measles, bro. It's chicken pox, you know, like there's certain things that you want to fight against like polio. Absolutely. Things that are killing people like dogs, rabies shots, if those really work. I'm now I'm skeptical about everything because I'm like, these people went so hard to push an ineffective vaccine. I am super skeptical of these motherfuckers. But what I will say is it's it's a money grab. Pharma pharma is about money. If, if it was, it's in my opinion, if it was about human life and health, they would have gave ivermectin a try. Because from all the people that are studying ivermectin and talking about it, it's like, oh, this is the right wing conspiracy theorist theory. But from everything I saw in the pandemic, they started taking ivermectin in India and Japan. It was part of the fucking protocol. So it's just like America is so fucking greedy with the big pharma nonsense. It's like, you know, the vaccine was supposed to be the, you know, end the fucking pandemic. That's what Trump said. Oh, we're going to end this pandemic and get back to work. And it didn't fucking end the pandemic, in my opinion, not in my opinion, from what some of the uh, specialists have said, is that um, people who got vaccinated are more susceptible to getting COVID-19 now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? I, I think yeah. it was a money grab. And I think uh, I think the people in virology and in the medical industry truly have a heart for wanting to save people and they believe in these vaccines. And I believe there's potential in the vaccine world. Um, and there might even be potential with the concept of mRNA in the future. But, um, you know, the shit didn't get studied thoroughly. There wasn't like um, uh, it didn't get tested for the, a long term time period. So, you know, people don't even know what's in their body right now. They might get lucky. Your bo- Humans are fucking resilient, bro. You might be good if you got the shot, but you might take an L in five years. Like I personally think it's fucking up people's immune system. I think in five to Demar 10 Hamlin. I, yeah. I think people are going to um, be, you know, like I think cancer rates are going to rise. All these things are going to rise. Um, cardiac events are going to rise, you know, down the road. They're like, Oh, why is this happening? And no one's going to equate it'll be so far down the line. They won't equate it to the shots, but that's just what I think. I don't know, but I'm just saying, yeah, you do something on, I guess it. How many people got the shot? Um, across the world, I know America. Across the world, 60, I know America. In America, there was over a hundred million. Half the population, almost. Somewhere around that, somewhere in that range. You I know, don't know the exact amount, but sixty-five percent or like seventy percent got the first dose, but a lot of people didn't get the second dose because they got fucked up after the first dose. So, oh yeah, I mean, so people, yeah up bro like i know like i dude i do jujitsu bro one of my homies oliver 
-hmm. his family's from the East Coast. And uh, his family was like, yo, man, you need to get the shot to come see us for the holidays. He didn't want to get it. He got the shot. And uh, he's he's in his 20s, bro. Super healthy, just strong. One of the better dudes at our gym. And he got fucking literally after the shot, high blood pressure. And I was telling that story to my homie, Mr. Biscuit. We're, we drop a reaction this week on my channel. He's from the Northwest. Similar deal. He's out in the Northwest with his wifey. They take care of her 94 year old grandmother and mother. Everyone's like, get the shot. So we don't get COVID, which it doesn't stop transmission. The, he gets the shot. He has high blood pressure now. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, me, I think profit is just like a subcategory under the, the, the overall thing with the want with the vaccine. That's just a subcategory. I think the main cat, the main thing they're trying to do and they're they're pretty much open about what they're what Bill Gates is pretty much open about it. He wants to lower the population. I think what these vaccines are, they're actually the, they're actually probably the start of it to like lowering the population over time. They're not going to try to do it overnight because then it would be pretty obvious. But what they're trying to do is long term, just try to lower the population. Like you heard Tim Pool earlier today, he says he did a video about like um how like in Japan just last year only eight hundred thousand babies were born, literally yeah, in Japan. That. Yeah. And they need last year, five million. They needed to have like five million babies to keep there because they're going to have a a, what's it called? A collapse of society because the elderly will be retiring and there will be no young people to actually work. So, I mean, but who's going to need to work with AI? AI is coming for everything, bro. It's officially here. Um, You know, I don't know how it plays out. Like I try to. I actually am one of those people who lean into what you just said, right? Like I actually am like, yeah, man, they trying to vax everyone and kill everyone and depopulate the earth, blah, blah, blah. But I try to go back to the middle and be like, there's no way these motherfuckers believe they can get away with this. There can't be like this. There there can't be this grand conspiracy. Like I always go back like, no, this is not possible. (laughs) But again, the pandemic got me fucked up because everything that I thought was impossible fucking happen is still happening like we're on fucking rumble right now talking because we can't talk on any other fucking platform bro that's insanity like i grew up in the alex jones era 1999 i grew up on youtube when motherfuckers were doing crazy pranks bro yeah it's why i'm gonna show you something that make your fucking jaw drop because like you know who jesse venture is correct you've heard of him yeah you 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 remember he used to have that show conspiracy theory yeah like um and he did an episode about vaccines, if you recall. Dude. And Alex Jones was in that episode right there. He was in that vaccine episode. And I'm going to play that clip from that, the, the Alex Jones clip from that video, right, from the episode. I have it pulled up right here. I'm going to show you show you guys this, and you're, you guys are going to be shocked. Because, like, w- what they say in this, and this was just 10 years before. This was in tw- 2009, I believe, 2010. Just 10 years before the pandemic or pandemic, whatever you want to call it, started. So you're, you're going to wa- want to see this right this here. Informa- bro, this information has been around for a long time. I got hip to vaccines in 2011 from a huge docuseries. Um, it started with the truth about cancer. Okay. Yeah. And then a couple of years later, they dropped a docuseries called the truth about vaccines which is like nine episodes that are like two hours long each. And they go so deep on vaccines. It is insanity. And what's crazy is like you talk about the shit and people think you're a nut job. They literally think you're a psychopath that want to see people die. And I'm like, dude, did I tell you, I think my daughter was vaccine injured. Did I tell you that? 
No, you didn't actually. Yeah. So um, I, I keep forgetting. I don't talk about this on YouTube because I'll get kicked off. But um, so uh, I've done my diligence on vaccines. Right. So I understand that the kids that, you know, get autism and stuff like that and all these different things. What it's from is there's ingredients in the vaccine that some kids are sensitive to. Now, the main one in these vaccines, it's aluminum, aluminum overload. This is what triggers these reactions, but not all kids get them. That's why it goes under the radar. There's only certain kids who are sensitive to it. Anyways, long story short, man, my daughter's super healthy. I'm a super health nut. We decided to be politically correct and get her vaccinated. But we're only vaccinating with the stuff that she kind of needed to travel. And, and so we're not getting her an HPV and a hepatitis vaccine and all this bullshit. Just what was necessary. But we knew from this book, it's called The Vaccine Friendly Plan. And it broke down which this pediatrician for 25 years saw children who did have reaction to vaccines, which ones and how to spread them out. So we knew to spread certain ones out. So my wife spread them out, blah, blah, blah. Long story short. My daughter hadn't even eaten sugar in her life. We never even let her eat processed sugar. Super healthy child. Um, we get her after her MMR vaccine, bro. She developed arthritis, juvenile idiopathic arthritis. Holy shit. Idiopathic, meaning they don't know where it came from. And um, okay. the only Here. reason I, I alleged it because they were like, hey, when was her last vaccines? When was this? And I went and looked at her records and it started to develop right after her MMR. Now, I'm willing to be open to say I do not have proof of this, and I don't know for sure that's what did it. You know, maybe she got sick with RSV or, you know, a flu, and it triggers something in her immune system to have an immune response where she developed arthritis. I don't know how all that works, but I will tell you, when I went through her records, she got her MMR vaccine shortly thereafter. She developed children's arthritis, and that we battled that, bro. Like, we just beat it recently. We had to fly to fucking Panama to get her fucking stem cells, dude. And it yeah. worked. And her, her arthritis is currently gone. That's a whole nother story. But I'll let you play this and maybe we'll get back into that. But that shit's real. Well, bro. I'm really interested in that because like I, I got some stuff to say right there. So, yeah. But like when you see this video from Jesse Ventura, you're going to be shocked when you when you hear this. I'm going to play it right now. Now, one of those sources has summoned the governor. Alex Jones says he knows how they plan to depopulate. Alex, you sounded urgent. There's an entire agenda afoot to force the population to undergo different type of medical treatments, namely vaccines. We're seeing a medical tyranny being set up, not just in the United States, but worldwide under the UN and the World Health Organization. Who's behind all this? The Bilderberg Group. They want a planetary dictatorship so they can carry out their forced depopulation agenda, and they want to do it through the medical system. And that's why vaccines are so important. We know that many of these vaccines turn out to have serious adverse reactions, that this is being done by design. They kill you slowly over time. That's why they're called soft kill. And I've got an insider I think you should really talk to, Dr. Rima Labo. But she doesn't live inside the United States because she's so concerned about all the police state developments that are taking place. But if you can get her to come up here and talk to you, she's a medical doctor, she's treated heads of states, and she really understands what's happening on the inside. Where's the doctor now? She's in Panama. Panama, so I gotta find her. You can either go down to Panama and talk to her or somehow get her up here. She doesn't like to come up here though. Here's her phone number and information in Panama. All right, I'm gonna work on it. Isn't it crazy this used to be on TV? 
<laughs> and Jesse Ventura, yeah, you the you don't ever hear anyone talk about him anymore. So well, I know, mean, mean you personally wouldn't disagree. Mean you personally wouldn't agree with him on policies and stuff like that. But he was a guy who he's he's a guy who is really in goes into all this kind of stuff. And it and and the stuff that he taught he talked about and probably still talks about is is insane. Like like this the fact that he he's speaking about this and the fact that no one talks about. Him, your mic went out. Your mic went out. Can you hear me? Yep. Yeah. But like, but the fact that he's been he no one wants to work with them, that just tells you there's something going on right there. Well, I think he he fell off a little bit because I heard he went crazy like with the anti uh Trump rant. Like I think he hates Donald Trump. He does. He does. Like he's he's talked about Trump so badly, like I, I I disagree with him on that, but 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 because like he, even though he's on the left, we we like I said, we mean you wouldn't di- agree with him on policy, but the fact, but he's still at the end of the day, to me at least, he's a populist to me. Like he's 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 truly anti-establishment. Yeah, I just think it's funny they did this because I bet I could I'm willing to bet like he's pro-vaccine from some he is you know, and I'm just like yo, it's just and my thing is this like. The fact that we're at this point where, oh, we're pro or anti-vaccine, I just think that's really weird. I think the facts are this vaccine doesn't stop transmission. You sold all these old motherfuckers that um, um, you sold all these old motherfuckers on the fact that, oh, they're going to be protected. Their family would be protected. Um, and they're not. They're not. And now you got all these young people who went and got the vax to protect their grandma. And now they're the ones having the fucking heart attacks because it's the young men. It's 25 to like whatever it is. Maybe it's 18. I forget. It's like this number, like 25 to 40 year old men who are having the most uh, cardiac events from, uh, you know, results of the fucking vaccine. So, yeah. And you this is a cut on Facebook. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. You, I, I, hey, yeah. You're trying to get this- banned from Stace- Facebook, G. Yeah. Well, this per the person who this is my aunt actually. Like she she I I she it's it's like this. So she so yeah. But this is my aunt who commented actually. She follows my stuff a lot. She loves it. Nice. But this but but this here she is a hundred percent correct. I heard they put HIV in the vaccines. That is a hundred percent true actually. Like they like it's been shown that there's a a lot of, of diseases, not just HIV or AIDS, have been put in certain vaccines like. There have been stories I've heard about about people who got the polio vaccine and they got polio from taking that polio vaccine. So what's yeah, going mean, on that, right here? That type of stuff happens like um, that happened in Africa recently, I believe. Um, kids got injured by it. I don't know about. So are you guys talking about HIV in that time or just HIV and random vaccines now? So, yeah. Uh, I, I don't I, I don't know actually uh, fully on right there. So, yeah. But, yeah, this is her again. She says the vaccines they gave us as children are not the same. They're giving these kids a day. And that's, that's true. As, that's, that's true as well. True. So when you got to think I'm a 42 year old man. So like the vaccine schedule when I was young and I didn't get like my parents didn't vax me up. I remember getting a like one vaccine in my whole life, bro. They weren't tripping on you getting all the. It's like I think we got it because we went over to Germany. They're like, all right, let's just get this. Be safe. Because I remember I cried when I got it, but I only remember getting one vaccine my whole life. So um, but the schedule now, like I went in to take my daughter. The schedule is crazy, bro. There's so many vaccines they want to give the kids. And I'm like, for what? Like 
it's 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 wild, dude. And so, you know, I don't know about HIV being in vaccines or like I know that vaccines have been contaminated at times and people, you know, certain things happen. Um, but I, I don't know anything about the HIV and vaccines, but she's definitely not. She's right when we're talking about this, the schedule, like the whole vaccine schedule is way different for kids. They're loading these kids up with stuff. Now think about this, this, I'm a simple man. So I just take simple concepts and try to have the logic and reasoning behind them. So this is my, my, my interpretation. We're in a society where you can say we live longer, right? But we're living sicker. So if mm -hmm. you don't want to live sicker, you need to do the opposite of what everyone else is doing, right? So if 90% of the population or 80% of the population getting their kids vaxxed up, all this stuff, and we're seeing a huge spike in autism, asthma, eczema, ADD, all these things are spiking in children now. I'm not saying it's just vaccines. I'm not that guy, but I think diet, I think vaccines, I think a lot of things play a role. So if you see society going in a certain pills, yeah, if you see society going in a certain direction, just go the opposite. So if, if society's sicker and you don't want to be sick, then do the opposite of what they're doing. That's what I'm doing. That's just yeah. that's just me, you know. So um, that's the simplest way I can do it in, in, in a in a time where there's just madness. I just can only look at facts and, and nature and just try to make the best decision for my daughter, you know. Yeah. And back to where, where, where you said your daughter got um, arthritis, like um, that's that reminds me of something similar that happened to Jordan Peterson's daughter, where like she was a kid and she got arthritis and like they and the doctor said that they don't even know what caused it. So, yeah, it, that I, reminded I, me a whole lot of it. I talked to Mikayla on on Instagram because you I talked put, to her on Instagram and in my DMs. I, I put I put my daughter. So we basically put my daughter on that diet. She's on the lion's diet and that's carnivore. Yeah, um, she calls it the lion's diet because the carnivore diet is just eating meats, but the lion's diet is eating rum, rug mint. How do you say it? Rumnit meats. So it's like they have the certain hooves so you can eat like lamb, cow. It, it, and so that's what she's on specifically. But I hit her up. I told her. So we went to Panama. So this is what's crazy, bro. I'm going to tell you the story real quick. Yeah. So my daughter gets this arthritis. We don't know where it came from. For me to just stay in the middle, I thought it could have something to do with her MMR vaccine. I have no proof. I can't back that up. So let's just say she gets arthritis. Yeah. We already knew about health. I'm into this stuff. So I went to a homeopathic doctor and a naturopathic doctor. We got her on this crazy, crazy diet. We They tested her blood, seen you know, what she should be eating. We get her on this crazy diet. We put her arthritis into remission for a year and a half on diet. Okay. Now, this is the kicker. A year and a half, she's good. Her and my wife get COVID. So I got COVID October 2020. Everything in the household's cool. I got fucked up for about five days. I wasn't bad. Like, it, it was just like a bad, it was like a flu. You know, I had a fever. I was like, eh. But I was, I remember the second day I was outside. I did a video doing push-ups like, COVID can't get me, motherfuckers, you know? <laughs> so um, whatever, I get COVID. But my wife and my child got COVID in July of 2020, okay? And bro. The fucking arthritis came back super aggressive. So we we got her back on the diet super hard. 
it didn't help. So then we went to another nature path in Denver and I'm and dude, this shit costs like five G's bro. So we had to do this crazy ass blood test that you can only get. You have to mail it out. I think it goes to Florida. We found out everything she's reactive to food wise. Is it better for her to be on Tylenol versus Motrin when she gets sick? Everything we curate her diet. She's doing better, but this aggressive swollenness on her left knee would not go away and we just didn't know what to do. My wife got in a Facebook group and was talking about arthritis. And this one older man said he went and got stem cells for arthritis. And my wife was like, huh? She tells me, I'm like, well, I'm familiar with stem cells, but I didn't know it's for arthritis. So we start going down the rabbit hole. We found out they're using stem cells to treat cancer, MS, mm -hmm. autism, arthritis, you know, uh, physical injuries, shoulder tears, spinal injuries, knee oper you know, people ain't getting knee injury operations. I was like, so we just took the risk, bro. It was fucking 20 grand, but my wife did a started fundraising, bro. And she's so tight with the like gymnastics community. And she's so loved among the community. We ended up raising in a few months, we raised about 15 grand, bro. And that's why we're able to go out there and do it. And bro, I shit you not. They told us it'll take about six months to see the see results. Typically, they can't tell you it's going to work, but they're like, they think it's going to work. And in younger people, the stem cells typically work better. And I shit you not four months. All her shit was gone. Six months, which we're at right now. Right now, we just hit the six month mark. And it's just like, dude, like now what's crazy is we're letting her eat stuff that she's technically not supposed to. And normally that would flare up her arthritis. Nothing's happening. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, and you find it pretty curious that the, the government, the U.S. government is doing all they can to limit or pre prevent people from using stem cells. Yeah. Yeah. That, the FDA regulates it. That's why they. Oh, we, yeah. That's why Reason we had to go to Panama. And there's a yeah. dope, there's a dope clinic in Mexico. But Mexico's kind of suspect because all the cartel wars, you just never know. Like it's supposed to be in a safe place, but nothing's ever really safe when you're dealing with a place that's just could explode with violence at any time. Yeah. Like the re the main reason why, because it takes money away from big pharma. That's why they're doing all they can to limit stem cells. So, yeah, like and stem yeah, cells, I, like I, I've well, read some big stories on stem cells, like people who are paralyzed. Like I've read some stories about people who got stem cells and were paralyzed and like they they could they they couldn't necessarily walk like they could used to. But they they just used it like a cane or a walker. They could at least still walk in some form. Yo, I feel like I witnessed some secret society shit. I'm going to tell you what I saw there. So they fly you to this hotel. It's a nice Hilton. But inside the Hilton, you got to get a key and you go up this elevator and that you go into the center where they treat you. All of this is in uh, you pay for the flights on your own. But when you pay for the treatment, you also get to stay at the hotel, bro. We met this dude named Josh from the UK. He got in a huge car accident and wrapped his car around a tree and was paralyzed from the waist down. This was his second time getting stem cells. I saw him at the pool, bro. I shit you not. He was laying down and I just saw him lift his leg like this. And I was like, I went to my wife. I was like, I thought he's paralyzed. She's like, he is. I don't know. I don't know him like that. I'm like, what the fuck? Then we meet this little kid. He's in the pool swimming, talking. And I knew my wife had talked to his mom. I was like, yo, what's up with him? He looks normal. Like, is there something wrong with him? She's like, yeah, he was nonverbal autism. And he's like, they, his family must have had money. He, in the span of like 10 years, 
got 11 treatments or some shit. Maybe it was six years and he doubled up on that. I forget, but he got 11 treatments. And this motherfucker was swimming, talking like, bro, nonverbal autistic, autistic kid. So like I saw some shit there that I can't even believe. And when we left there, that's when I, so they're like, when I left there, they said, we got approved to treat cancer with stem cells. So the clinics out in Mexico are treating cancer with stem cells. This clinic we went to the stem cell Institute in Panama, they were, uh, they, they weren't, I don't know, approved to do it. But when we left there, they're like, yeah, we're approved now to um, treat cancer. And I was like, that is incredible. That's incredible. That's wild. And, you know, a lot of people get weird because, you know, like I'm not I'm not cool with abortion, bro. Like I'm, I'm a pretty much pro-life. See, this is what I am. I'm so against the government being involved in your life. I'm like, look, man, they shouldn't be able to tell you whether or not you get an abortion, even though I do believe it's protecting life. I still don't feel like it's cool for the government to tell you what to do, blah, blah, blah. That's a whole nother conversation. But anyways, I don't believe in abortion. And so this is what makes this subject taboo because some stem cells they get from abortions, right? Umbilical cord. So, but what we, from what we understood with what ours were donated umbilical cord stem cells or something like that. So you kind of, it, it's kind of weird, man. Like I don't want to support the abortion industry. So like it, it's tough, but I'm going to tell you, man, I got a beautiful four-year-old daughter that doesn't feel the pain of arthritis anymore. And it's fucking amazing. Like I told everyone this Christmas, I was like, I went and did all the Santa shit and did all the shit. And I was like, dude, I don't want anything for Christmas. Cause I got what I wanted. I have a healthy child and that's all a father could ask for. So yeah yeah like all like getting back to like the food pyramid stuff like all the nonsense about that like i'm are like are you aware that like um a lot of these like healthy diets are like i'm being trashed by like all these higher up government like things that they're all pushed like like the carnivore diet for instance that's it's pushed like um it's being bad oh you're not getting all your vitamins and stuff like that it's unhealthy for you when guess when guess what it's very healthy for you because I a lot of people say it's said that we're omnivores, but in my opinion, I think we're meant to be um, carnivores. That, but that's just me. That's what we're meant to be. We can be omnivores, but we're meant to be carnivores. Like, like as much as I can't stand the Liver King because of all his steroid nonsense stuff like that, he was still promoting the healthy nutrients nutrient diet. That's what I I really like. And, and like it's stuff. Whenever something like that is being trashed, like um something that's that's actually really benefiting you. That just tells me something weird's going on right here. Like, there, there. It's almost like an agenda is happening to yeah. me, at least. I, you know, I don't know how the creator, what his design for us was, but I'm gonna tell you this: omnivore, carnivore, vegan, whatever. This is what I honestly think. When you look at humans, it's like we were actually created to survive. Mm-hmm. So there's rats, there's pigs. There's roaches, right? These are things that can survive off of almost anything, right? Like a human could be cannibalistic. If you have to survive, you can eat another human and you could live. It's probably not the best thing for you, but you can do it. So there's all these things and it's just unique. We're just a very unique specimen. We can eat leaves. We can eat, you know, vegetables. We can eat fruit. We can eat animals. We can eat seafood. So um, we were somehow designed to survive in nature and figure it out now i think we've risen above survival now we can pick what is the peak what works for humans the best and the more i like dealing with my daughter's arthritis it's meat and fruit 
that's what I'm starting to learn. Meat and fruit was the best thing for her. Like that was her diet. Like I remember there was times where she could literally only eat damn near steak and apples and blueberries because if not, it was going to trigger her arthritis. And so I think the conversation goes to this. This is one thing I've learned from following Joe Rogan, a bunch of dietitians. There's no one size fits all when it comes to diet. Diet has to be personalized and individualized because we all have different genetics. We all come from different parts of the world. We all have different DNA, a bunch of different things. And this plays in diet. So I learned that with my daughter because things we never thought like they're like, oh, she she has a small reaction to eating peaches. You know, she can't eat any corn. She can't eat soy. So there's certain things where it's like, yo, well, a vegan is eating almost all soy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So taking the time to understand you're a, a snowflake, for lack of a better <laughs> word, right? You're a fingerprint, right? You're an, you're an original being with the DNA code that is unique yeah. to yourself. So I think diet can be very individualized. I think there's many things that can work for different people. And so I'll never knock someone for doing something. But I do think fundamentally – I think meats are better for you than we had thought. Like everyone's trying to go down this vegan path and now they're pushing it because mm. of the carbon emissions. But I do think meat is a lot better for you than what they would, you know, than what you thought from these people who are pushing these vegan and vegetarian agendas. Um, there is something to eating vegetables and fruits though, man. I, I went, I went vegan for a year in uh 20 in 2011. And I did get this clarity in my mind that I never had before. But I started losing strength, so I started eating meat again. Mm-hmm. And um, there's this saying that the uh, the warrior eats meat and the wizard eats vegetables. And I think as a man, you should want to balance those two, right? So it's like, hey, mm-hmm. eat meat and vegetables, and eat yeah. meat and fruit, whatever it is. Yeah, I tried the carnivore diet for a couple mu- for about maybe was it two months or th- a little b- around almost two somewhere around two months. I I heard about it from Jordan Pearson because he went on Joe Rogan's podcast and talked yeah. about it, and I, the reason I started was because like I, I was starting to lose. I wanted to, to um, like him get back into shape also because I heard Jordan Pearson talk about it. Like um, like one of his autoimmune issues he have is that he has gum disease. Like, and he says that, and because, and you know, gum disease is incurable. It's permanent, but it cured his and that doesn't, it doesn't make sense. And it still did something that's impossible to cure. And the carnivore diet cured it, cured his. Cause like I have, I have, I have some gum disease as well too. And, it, it actually, when I was on the carnivore diet, like it wasn't nearly as flared up as um as it as it was. So and it went down a lot. And plus, I had I felt I have never felt that good ever before in my life when I was other uh, when I was on the carnivore diet. That was the best time, be- best feeling I've ever had in my entire life. I I could move faster. Like I my I had better mental clarity. Everything was great. Almost everything was. Now I'm pro- I now like I, I took a little break from that because like I didn't want to like um just continue doing that for like permanently. But, like I'm thinking about going back to it just for a little bit, just to try it again to like to get things a little worked out more. So like yeah, because like from what Jordan Pearson, from what I heard Jordan Pearson talk about it, I, he was I was shocked. I wanted to try it and I tried it and it worked great for me. So I'm thinking about going going back to it again. Yeah, like people got to remember too, man. Like the 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 essentials is getting off of uh, processed foods, man. Processed food and carbs, sugar, getting that out of your diet. Um, it it depends, man. It depends on your weight, right? So carbs. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I'm a slender brother, and I I'm very active. I do jujitsu about four times a week, so I need carbs for energy, so I can 
compete with these guys on the mats. But um, if you're not super active, you can limit your carbs. Um, I there and when you said the gum, there's nothing that's uncurable in my opinion. It's just will you find the cure? during your lifespan on this planet you know and, and that they're so quick to be like oh you can't do nothing about it just use this listerine yeah. and try to make it better but that's not true and essentially the core fundamentals of all illness comes from what you're intaking into your body yeah. so it's either um what you're eating or environmental right yeah. so if you're living under power lines and you get cancer well fuck get up get away from the power lines you know and see what happens yeah. but essentially yeah. you know like a lot of this a lot of the illness we create we create in ourselves by just you know lack of knowledge yeah. on stuff to eat and stuff to do yeah i've noticed something like every time i eat something like carbs or anything like that something that isn't meat or eggs my my i get a flare up with my gin my with my gum disease but whenever i eat like just meat or eggs it doesn't flare up at all it actually i actually feel great feeling pretty normal yeah i i've noticed that yeah for sure no that's that's facts and that's just that's kind of how it all comes together so i've never figured it out like is it i think it's actually more carbs than it is sugar to be honest in my view it's more because like i think because from what i've read it's actually the carbs that are like um, all that that's like destroying us like um and like and also and the sugar it plays a big role but not as big of a role in my opinion like it, one of the theories i heard about and i don't and i can't prove this whatsoever but th a theory i heard about about why this works so well is like um when you're taking on layers of when you're eating fat, like um, like particularly from meat and eggs, like the fat in like some ways acts as a buffer between all those bad chemicals that you're getting in. Like um, pretty much everything has bad chemicals in it, like even meat and eggs. But what the fat does, because like technically fat is an organism, technically it is, and what it does, it what does is like um, it's like almost like a barrier between you and the bad chemicals. From what I found out, pretty much. Yeah. So if I had, I'd have to push back on that a little bit. Sugar is the enemy. Synthetic sugars are the enemy. So sugar. Okay. And when I say synthetic sugar sp sp specifically, because when you're eating fruit, the fiber in the fruit helps the sugar become digestible. It's when you separate it from those fibers and sugar causes a lot of inflammation and changes things in your body. And it's super addictive. So when you're looking at sugar versus, um, what did you say you thought was, uh, uh, you thought what wasn't, oh, carbs. Carbs so, is bigger than sugar, in my so opinion. Carbs turn to sugar in your body, but it's energy you can burn. So you don't want to overdo it on carbs. Um, I'm not like an expert on the whole carbs, but I will say this synthetic sugars from everything I've read and seen is the worst. They cause inflammation. It changes so many things, you know, like you eating carbs is not going to create diabetes. You might get fat. You might get a little this, but it's like these sugars. It's like these people eating Snickers and candy bars and, and juice and soda, that synthetic sugar fucks you up. Now, um, I, you, you know, there's things that are so if I had to tell you the things that I think are the most unhealthy, if you eradicate this from your diet, it will change immediately. Um, first thing would be sugar. Sugar is the most dangerous because it's the most addictive, right? It does something that gives you brain a dopamine just like cocaine. And it's very addictive. It's inflammatory. It's all that. So I would say sugar first. Second, I would say fried food. 
fried food. Um, I forget if it's the oxidation in the oils, but it's very inflammatory. This is the, you know, obesity running rampant. Like when you start seeing the rate of heart attacks in the southern states versus other states, you start to make the correlation of their the way they consume fried food. Um, processed foods, right? Crackers, like all these things that are super processed, your body struggles digesting those. So if I had to give you a things to quit, and you would change your life immediately. I wouldn't even say carbs, man. Dude, eating a little bit of like, bro, think about the Philippines. Think about Asian cultures. What do they eat? Huge bowl of rice, which is carbs, with some fish, some steak, some chicken, whatever. They're the most lean people in the freaking world. Um, mm. Potatoes. Potatoes are okay until you fry them and make them toxic. You know what I'm saying? So you could bake a potato. So like, but everything in moderation, if it's natural, right? Like if you get a potato from the ground, cut it up, you know, bake it with a little bit of butter or something like you're going to be better off than frying it. But I'm telling you, you eating a potato is way better for you than drinking a fucking a, a, a soda that has smoothie. It just depends on what's in the smoothie. It's because the thing is, if you're drinking the smoothie and all the fruits in there and you're still getting the fiber, you're okay. But if they added like some liquid sugars and shit, like, so I'll make smoothies. I'll put um raspberry, blueberry, strawberry, and pineapple and water. That's it. Water, some minerals, smooth, yeah. drink it, you yeah. know? Um, yeah. But again, there's individualized stuff, but I'm telling you, synthetic, synthetic sugars, oil and fried foods and, um, processed foods you cut yeah. that shit out because that's the other thing people don't read like if you saw how much sugar you're taking in through your drinks it's insanity drink stuff with stevia as a sweetener cool or or water yeah. you know yeah. but i wouldn't get into all that synthetics uh, yeah. splenda bullshit all that stuff fuck up your brain because it has aspartame yeah. 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 Well, I think what I said was like one of the th one of the theories that I heard and I don't and like I said, I can't prove it, but I think it's a, a good theory is that when you rely on layers of fat, it acts as a buffer between all those bad chemicals and stuff like that, because it technically is an organism fat is and it's still um, even the, even when it's even when it's not part of like an animal or something like that, it's still technically um works as an organism. So like I think what you're supposed I think what the human is supposed to be is like you're supposed to have um, fat involved in your entire diet as a whole like maybe not the entire thing obviously but like at least moderation through it through the entire thing at least that's how i view it good fat yeah i'm just i was just talking about sugar fat is good for you if you're getting animal fat and av fat from avocados like that's called good fat you know what i'm saying um yeah. uh you don't want to be pulling off like you know shit from like, like potato like, chips and blah like, blah blah but um oh, yeah good fats are good for you bro you need it like when you're you ever see those shows like naked and afraid and alone oh, like oh it, i love that show yeah like in on that show alone to get uh, get through the winter bro you need fat like you need fat like that's why they're looking for salmon because it's like a fatty there's fattiness on the fish and like you need the fat like one dude killed an ox and the mm -hmm. ox was so strong he's like yo i'm struggling i don't have any energy because the the meat is so lean it's good you know he's eating but he's like dude i need some fat and they go yeah. out and try to fish because fat is important. Er, you know, the, everything in moderation. But again, there's no place in, in, in like in nature where you just get all this white sugar. Yeah. And that's well, what they put into all of these products these days. Yeah. Yeah. Something I've noticed, though, like um, like I said, I still think it's carbs more than sugar. Like something I've noticed, like whenever I eat 
um a bag of, like say if I ate some a, a bag of chips versus like eating a candy bar or like a sugary candy bar. I feel crappier after eating the chips than I do after eating the candy bar. I still feel like shit after eating both, but I feel like more shit after eating chips because like um because chips like everything has sugar in it, but like there it's chips is loaded with carbs, even more carbs than like than candy is, and I I still think it's the carbs. Like the carbs is what um is what like um um um, um pu pushes pushes the inflammation and like basically in like a lot of ways can like cause anxiety and stuff like that. But the thing the thing is the sugar is like it and it's like main veining, you know the toxicity. Um, the carbs you can burn carbs. The thing is even with what you said like chips. The problem with chips is that they're fried. You have more of an issue with the chips because they're fried, um, but the the candy bar is the sugar. So it's like how much how much how many grams of sugar are in the candy bar? But um, the thing is, from everything I've read, synthetic sugars are like one of the worst things you can intake. So you might feel worse on on the carbs. You know, you you ate some pizza or whatever, you feel heavy and bloated. But essentially, it's, you know, even I was watching Rogan and them talk about it like this dude was talking about, you know, you go out, you eat a steak dinner, have some potatoes. You're actually OK. It's until you eat that dessert. The dessert is what mm -hmm. throws, throws your body into chaos because your blood sugar levels and everything gets out of whack. And there's just something about what sugar does to the body. And again, it's the most addictive because like, yeah, you want chips, but sugar will like call like it's it's it gives you a rush. It, it, it does a lot more to you. But, um, you know, it's interesting. We're having this combo because it makes me I'm like, yo, I don't I know I'm almost willing to bet that sugar's worse, but I don't have the answer. And I'm like, I need to go re get into this because like I used to I'm like a health nut. So like yeah. but I don't oh. have the answer. I can't explain to you why. A carb, in my opinion, would be a little less, you know, damaging than sugar. But again, it depends on the carb, because like, for example, rice, rice is not a bad carb. You know, I don't think potatoes in the certain settings are a bad carb. Um, Pasta is kind of processed. Oh, you know, I love Italian food, like, but I, I feel like crap every time I eat it, though. So I, I, I basically like um. For to feel like crap, I'm actually I'm 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 just giving myself mouth pleasure. That's really what it is. Yeah, facts. So, but yeah, man, it's definitely uh, you know, yeah. It, I'm gonna have to look that up. But sugar is pretty fucking bad for you, dude. Oh yeah, yeah. I think carbs, in my opinion, like like I said, you have to rely on the fat. That actually, like like I like I said, I can't prove it or anything, but I think it does act as a buffer between you and the bad chemicals. Yeah, well, it depends on what you're taking in. Like, we eat all organic stuff. Like, we get our cow. Like, my buddy ranches cows, and we buy half a cow uh, every year. So, like, I try to eat really clean to dodge all that stuff. You can't dodge everything. Essentially, what you got to do is uh, take that are going to promote, um, you know, liver function, gallbladder health, all the things that help detoxify your body. Um you know, there's this uh, supplement called NAC that's really good for your liver. You could juice beet juice. That's really good for your liver. But essentially, you want to do things that promote the health of your detoxifying system to, you know, flush the chemicals and stuff that you can't get out of your food and just eat the cleanest you can, you know? Yeah. Like I, I watch a lot of I watch a lot of Rogan's like some of my favorite stuff is his dietary stuff when he talks about it. like I, I get a real kick out of it. Like um, that's how I found out about the carnivore diet. That's how I learned a whole lot more about fasting. 
and fasting is like man the benefits of fasting holy crap man the benefits are amazing yeah um i you know i started fasting i've probably been fasting i don't even know how long probably like five years yeah. i pretty much just don't eat in the morning um yeah. and depending on what i do workout wise like if i go to the gym so recently i've been going to the gym at one o'clock so like I just do my thing. I, I, I drink a little water in the morning. That's it. Then I go to the gym from one to about two 30. And then if I really had a hard workout, I'll go home and make a small smoothie just to kind of keep things flowing. And then at six o'clock eat my dinner. But, um, if the workout was just, eh, and I don't feel really where I'll just drink water and then eat dinner. And my dinner is, uh, you know, not till about six o'clock, but, uh, yeah, man, I just, it's so easy for me cause I'm always doing stuff. And I remember I would forget to eat a lot of times during the day because I'm just always like moving and shaking so fast and yeah. just works for me. Um, yeah. I don't know. I'm just used to it. They say you get all these benefits. So, you know, hopefully, but I feel good doing it. And also when I eat, like, it's funny because I used to eat at like at a certain time and then go to the gym and I'd be all sluggish. And um, I noticed that, uh, you know, going to the gym and just not having all this heavy stuff in my stomach is just i just get better workouts yeah like like one of the things an underrated thing is a good thing to do when you're fasting have some apple cider vinegar that works like that is practically magic yeah there's a lot of benefits for apple cider vinegar that's one thing i won't do and can't do i'm actually cannot stand the smell of vinegar like it's it's well, repulsive but it is i've heard that i know I know for a fact, uh, apple cider vinegar definitely has well, some benefits. Well, I actually take it in the pill form. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. And, I didn't know there was a pill form. Yeah. So, basically, basically, I've done 22, 23 hour fast before and I felt fine. I felt, I feel great during the day whenever I do that. So, and like a lot of times, the only really, when I do those kinds of fasts, I only, I only, I don't even do drink anything, eat or drink at all. The only time I do drink is when I, in the morning, when I take my supplements. That's all I do. Mm. yeah and it it works to perfection pretty much almost perfection i should say yeah Yeah, (laughs) i've done a lot of different dietary things but now i just you know i've been sticking with the fasting and eating uh eating certain you know trying to stay 80 20 try to eat 80 percent clean and then 20 percent you have to fuck around so that's what i do yeah 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 but I would actually, in my opinion, I think the carnivore diet is the best out of all of them, at least to me. Even better than the, oh, God, what is it? The keto diet. It's even better than the keto diet, in my opinion. Yeah, they have similar keto, paleo, carnivore. They have similar attributes. I think you got to see what works for you and your body type. Like, I definitely, like, if you're more heavy set, it's like, dude, you're bringing in protein, and that's going to help you lean out. You know, the less carbs, more protein, less sugars. You're going to lean out pretty quick. If you're a cat like me, who's already pretty slender, I, I get to mess around and ba- um, ba- balance some carbs because mm-hmm. I want to keep the weight on. Cause like, there's no way I could eat enough protein to just be like, like it's just, I burn through it. And so like to have that energy, you know, I personally take carbs. I'm sure I could get with a nutritionist and they probably break some other things down, but I think I'm doing fairly well. You know, I'm a 42 year old man. I'm, you know, pretty, pretty, uh, athletics still still engaging in the gym about four times a week and honestly i'd be in there more if it wasn't for dad life you know just being um at the home trying to get at a home gym that get at home gym then i do have a gym in the basement i just 
you know, I'm, dude, I'm always do. you know, it's weird. Like I'm like, especially with this too, I'm always filming content. So it's like every day of my, every hour of my day is kind of sketched out. It's like, okay, today I'm doing this, da, 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 da. But, um, I, I feel like me working out four days a week is solid. If I can do five, that's amazing. But four gets me to where I need to be health wise. Now, if I was competing, like trying to get a gold medal at something, I would definitely step it up. But since I'm just focused on being a healthy person, I don't have to go like to, the, I don't have to go that far out to like, you know, stay healthy. Like, honestly, you you be pretty healthy by walking or jogging and just yeah. doing some pushups. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't have to yeah. do that much stuff to be healthy. Or maybe it's suggesting, maybe try to do some videos of you working out, like do workout videos. Maybe, maybe you could post those too. Yeah, maybe the, no, that, that's facts. If I, now, if I, it's just what I'm learning is like if you drop a video on YouTube and it doesn't get views, then you get punished for it. And what happens is I'm noticing that when you lean into something specific, so like now that I'm leaning into hip hop and rap reactions, because I'm a rapper, because I put out rap music, because I freestyle, everything is growing exponentially. And I noticed this with Osiris, because see, this was the problem with my channel. I wanted right. to do what Osiris was doing, but I'm all over the place. I'm talking about rappers. I'm talking about culture war. I'm talking about vaccines. I'm talking. He is just, yo, I'm talking about politics, culture war. Boom. You know what you get when you, it's like, he loves hip hop, but he ain't over there talking about a binary star album. He might bring it up at some point, but he keeps, you know what you're getting when you go to his channel. And I learned from him and a couple other people, yo, when you go to black peace channel, you're getting an expert. Cause that's what I have my black belt in. I'm an expert in hip hop. We start talking about rappers across the world. Like I know my shit. And so I was like, you know, what? let me focus on what I'm an expert at and mm -hmm. then build my popularity and influence. Then I can come over to other people's channels with all this popularity and talk some culture war shit. You know what I'm saying? But um, so that's why I'm totally I'm all in leaning into this hip hop stuff. And I'm going to blow this year on YouTube. That is where I'm at. That's where my mind's at. A hundred thousand subs. I'm about to like, dude, I'm banned from my YouTube channel and I'm about to hit. I hit forty nine thousand subs today. Like it's like yeah. my numbers are like, you know, when you don't post your numbers go down. Mm -hmm. Mine are starting to stay steady. I was like, yo, because I don't even know if I told you this, man, like, um. I'm making 1500 bucks a month on YouTube from mm. super chats mm. and ad revenue. Yeah. And so yeah. I'm trying to turn that to three grand and then get sponsors. And you know what I'm saying? Like I treat this like a job. So I show up, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. And like speaking, like a, when you talk about, you treat you like your show, like a job. Are you aware of the Steven Crowder and daily wire feud that's going on currently? Yeah, absolutely. I saw a uh, Crowder on Tim pool tonight. Yeah. Yeah. What is your thoughts on it? Originally, I thought he was kind of being bitch made for uh, uh, putting out the phone call to Jeremy. I still think that if they're friends, I think that's suspect. I don't think he should have done that. Now, tonight he exposed that they were trying to poach some of his workers. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, that's suspect, too. I don't know his relationship with that Jeremy, dude. I yeah. don't think Crowder's wrong, bro. Like these motherfuckers are letting big tech censor us. And if you're going to say you're fighting censorship, right? And Crowder's like, okay, so this is Crowder's argument from what I heard. You at the Daily Wire are saying you're fighting censorship, but you're making people sign contracts saying they lose a huge percentage of their earnings if they get a, a strike or get demonetized for saying something. 
Well, how the fuck are you fighting censorship when you're docking people and basically telling them to tap dance when they sign to the Daily Wire? When you get on YouTube, you need to tap dance for your monetization or you're going to lose a huge portion of your contract. He's right. And we are at the point where we got to fight back. Like, why are we being bitches? Like, again, we're on Rumble. Like, let's just keep it real. Me and you are both from YouTube. YouTube's Mm -hmm. better. Oh, yeah. Rumble's better. For the freedom, I love that I'm cursing. I'm talking about vaccines. Yeah. I'm like, oh, shit, it just feels good to be normal again, you know? Yeah. But YouTube's way better, bro. Like, like, oh, yeah. Uploading on Rumble takes longer. The live stream lags longer. Um, You know, the, the chat isn't integrated into your software the same way YouTube is. The search engine isn't built like YouTube. It has its problems. But I'm willing to work with it because YouTube is on some bitch shit when it comes to freedom of speech. But, uh, yeah, the reality is YouTube is lit. YouTube's fire. But it's like, bro, you can't even exist over there. So it's like unless I don't know if they just have so much money, they don't have to give a fuck. But I would say typically in capitalism, which is free market competition, if the competition starts running away with the shares, like Rumble, if Rumble starts taking off, they get more money, then they could make a better interface, keep upgrading, because they've changed some stuff. I, do you fuck with Sneeko? Are you familiar with Sneeko? I don't think so, at least. He's lit. So he's a streamer, and he's like Red Pill. Like So he's kind of on that like Andrew Tate vibe, but he's just like, <laughs> fuck the mask, fuck the vaccine, the election was rigged. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just funny, but he's a young dude. He's like 24 but he's lit and he's mad smart. He got banned from YouTube, Twitch, and uh, I don't know if he's banned from Facebook, from YouTube and Twitch. And he's a huge dude. His first channel on YouTube had over a million subs. Then he started streaming, talking about all this conspiracy shit. And he got his channel to 800,000 subs in six months. And he got banned. And he's on Rumble killing it. His streams be doing like 10, 15,000 people. And so when I see people like him, because see, Salty Cracker, like I fuck with Salty Cracker. He's dope. But he's he's kind of fringe, right? Like not the average (laughs) young cat is going to listen to. But Sneeko is popular, bro. Young kids like him, like cool kids like Sneeko. So you got Sneeko, Andrew Tate, and Steve will do it. These cool personas bringing actually normal, cool people to rumble. That's what's going to grow this. And if it starts taking off, they start making some money. They can start making the the it more efficient. Then, yo, I, I'm with the rumble shit. Like, I, like, dude, I got 100 followers. Like, because I g- got off YouTube, I just started texting people. Look, I put this reaction, a reaction that I knew they'd like on rumble. And, yeah. and because I'm off YouTube, I don't have much, but I'm already at like 120 followers. You know, some of my videos are getting 200 views. That's a lot because I know how long it took me to get a consistent 200, 500 view videos on YouTube, which that's kind of what I get now. Like almost every video gets 500 views, but my standout videos get a thousand to 5K. But then I have things that are hits like my Harry Mack reactions, mm-hmm. NF reactions, Snow the Product. I know those. Tom McDonald. Yeah, I know those will get, you know, closer to 10K views. So it's just like, dude, like I kind of know what I'm, I'm just starting to figure it out and just put it all together. Yeah, but I know I never really got any views on Facebook. I mean, I, I mean, on on YouTube, because I was you would have no idea how shadow banned I was. Like I said, I got, I was so shadow banned 
and guess and guess what? On Rumble, I get way more views on Rumble than I ever did on on YouTube. I way more. And plus, on top of that, like I said, I only had one strike, and they banned me permanently. And they didn't even tell me which video it was. Like, I should, literally have no idea. They should have, man. Were you erasing videos off your off your drone? No, no, because I wasn't. They send you a message, and it's like, "Yo, we've removed content, or you got a strike for this," and then yeah. you get you're allowed to appeal it. However, yeah, I, however, your channel's way smaller than mine, so they might have just wiped you out because they're like, "Bro, he's just starting out, and he's wilding like this." I don't know how that works. Because did yeah. you break a hundred subs yet? No. So all that matters because you can't. You could stream though, couldn't you? Weren't you? Streaming? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I thought you weren't I, allowed to stream until you had so many thousand hours. No, you. I started streaming all the time. That's weird. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I got to catch up on that, but yeah, bro, yeah. dude. Yeah. I, you know, my thing is this: I can't like the one thing I can't do is get banned. Like yeah. I, you know, like like bro, because this is the thing. I'm just like, all right, I'll start over. Let me start with a new channel. I'm the type. I'll change my name and just be like, yo, Pegasus wins, or just you know. Like just change something like and come back. But did you try to come back? Are they taking no. you down? No, I didn't try to because I th I didn't think it was even worth it. Like yeah, so yeah. Like here's what here's what happened. Where first, you figure first, out your content, what you're doing, because the yeah. search engine is way better there. Ain't no one searching over here. And I'm starting to wonder how the views, if they're real, because like I'm seeing people I follow, they get a ton of views over here too. Um, the other thing is, yo, my bad. I'm going on a rant. How the oh, fuck yeah. do you get super chats on Rumble? Um, you can get you get super chats at any time now. And I, how I do believe you give them? How do you sign up so I can? Because like I follow Sneeko and I would do a super chat on his Rumble, but I don't even know how. That's what I'm saying. Uh, the fact that I have I, to like, study uh, to figure out how to pay someone on Rumble—that's whack. Well, well, from right here, like right here, you in the live chat in the live chat on Rumble. Like if you go there and click on my video right now, you'll see down there where it says where you, where you type in a message. Next there is the dollar sign. Yo, your mic cut out. Yo, yo, your mic cut out. Can you hear me? What y'all think about Doja Cat showing her true lizard form? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah. When yeah. Come in? Just, when, do, when do these chats come in? And nah, I don't have the option to I don't have the option. You don't you don't see the dollar sign next to it? There's not a dollar sign, bro. Look. There should off. be. I'll show it's, you. It's right here. I see it right now. I literally see it right now, right here. Not online. That's what I'm trying to figure out. I don't know if you can see it. Just, just I, I can kind of I can see it like I can. I, I don't understand it. It's not a dollar sign or anything. Here, watch. I'll let me see. Holla. Yeah, and then maybe if I click on my face, no, nah, there ain't shit, man. So I'll, maybe I'll take it. I don't understand. Then I wonder if it's because you have a paid account or something. I wonder. I don't yeah. get it. And and that's the other thing is like I'm. I know if I start doing live streams on Rumble, people will like if they know how to uh, super chat me, bro. Like I'm doing. Like I, dude, I just mentioned. I, I was on my last live stream and I was like, oh, shit, I got two members. And and people were like, what you have? A, and like five people just signed up. I have like seven members subscribing to my YouTube channel. Like I got a lot of support and I'm like, I'm, it kind of freaks me out. I'm like, yo, this is kind of wild. Like I could really do something on YouTube. But um, yeah. 
dude, yeah. when did all these chats? I've been on this the whole time, and now I'm just seeing all these chats. It says, oh, there are tons of problems in the Sandy Hook. It looks like, dude. Yeah. Yeah. These were going on um, the entire video, I believe. Yeah. I've been looking at. The, the, I had this the, on the whole time, just sitting here. So I yeah. Chat. Yeah. I have them. I've, I've had them on the entire time, really. And this yeah. is what I'm talking about with Rumble. Typically, StreamYard should just show the shit, but yeah, or like so, it is what it is. I'm not hating; it's an alternative platform. But what if I was giving you some honest feedback? I'd clean up your image just slightly, follow yeah. Osiris's lead. Like for example, your F Biden, put that on Rumble. But if you go back to YouTube, just switch it up. Like have your uh, mm. uh don't tread on me joint and just something a little different. And mm -hmm. just play the game a little bit better because if you really want to blow, man, YouTube is that. So think about this. Even Salty Cracker still is on YouTube. Why? Because he gets people from over there onto Rumble. Russell mm -hmm. Brand. You you fall, fuck with Russell Brand? Are you familiar? Uh, I'm a big fan of him. Okay. So, so think about that. He's on YouTube. And he's bringing people over to Rumble. Why? Because he can talk freely here. But the dude, he almost has seven million subs, dude, and it just keeps growing. So you got to just right now we got to play the game. And I'm telling you, you know, uh, change your name or some shit. Clean up your image. Come back. Get a channel popping. You know what subjects to tap dance around and be like, all right, we're shutting off the YouTube stream and going over to Rumble and then go crazy. That's what I would do, because look at Osiris. I still haven't had a chance to combo with him. I was like, how the fuck did you get on um, Tim Pool? Um, he told me. Yeah, I haven't been at me. He I talked to him when I got my strike and he was like, yo, I'll bring you on my channel. But I think he's just been busy because now, like, I'll be back on Wednesday. Like Wednesday night, I'm doing my comeback live stream. Like tomorrow's yeah. my last day in, in purgatory. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I, I'm just, I'm mad curious because like that's big, bro. Like yeah. I fuck with Tim Pool. And I was yeah. just like, yo, that's ill. Yeah. yeah. Well, he told me before it even, he even announced it that he was going on Tim Pool's show. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't, I, I believe outside of his, his family, I believe I was the only one who knew. I believe so. Tight. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, when he said he had a big announcement. I didn't think it was that. And I was like, when I saw, I just saw his face on Tim pool. I was like, this is wild. I was like, this is crazy. I was like, good for him. But I mean, that's some legendary shit. And you got to think he literally was on a show that has had Kanye West, Steven Crowder, you know, I mean, the list goes on. Alex Jones, Joe bro, Rogan. It's you don't get higher than Tim pool and Rogan, bro. Like that's mm -hmm. the next thing is Joe Rogan. Like it, once you get on Joe Rogan, it's like, bro, you made it. You know what I mean? Yeah, like I, I he he told me that they reached out to him. He didn't reach out. He didn't reach back. So yeah, but I told him when he was there to give them to give them my contact information because they can reach out to me and like I'd be willing to go on there. And he told me that he did. And he said and he and he says like um he gave it to Tim and their Booker as well. So yeah, that's cool. Yeah, man, I fuck with Tim Pool. I, I fuck with their whole messaging and yeah, man. Um. Yeah, I messed with them. I thought that was dope. And it's just funny. It's a small world because R.A. the Rugged Man is actually my homeboy. And he had that big issue on Tim Pool. So it's just like funny because like me and R.A. are cool. Like we're tight. Now, I don't know if we agree politically on, on the routes, but like I'm actually really tight with R.A. So it's just mm -hmm. weird, man. Like things are going to start connecting full circle this year. So I'm just I'm going after it. But yeah, man. But yeah, if I was ever, if I ever got on Tim Pool, that would be probably the best. I could never get any higher than that. No, you couldn't. It wouldn't even be possible, really. 
Yeah. Well, that's the other thing, man. You got to build yourself up because I think Osiris. So Osiris has built his Twitter following up pretty well. He stays active. He's always communicating, whether it's uh, he agrees with Tim Pool or doesn't on Twitter. He's built up his following. And the fact that he's has a little over 50,000 subs, you know, this is like they go and look at this type of stuff. And they also probably checked out some of his videos and dialogue. And they're like, you know, let's give this dude a chance. And and I think that's what happened. And he's bright, man. That's what you know. So I met Osiris from the comments, bro. He was just like leaving comments on my music videos. And it just stood out. One day I saw him doing a podcast and it was when he's just starting out and it was rinky dink. But I was like, yo, I like what he's saying. He's saying some real shit. And then one day I just like, dude, you say real shit. You say shit that I agree with. And we just got kind of cool. Like just he's literally just like more so being humble, being like a fan. And I was just like, dude, but I fuck with you. And then I found out he lives in Denver. I'm like, what the fuck, bro? Mm -hmm. And then when he started doing his podcast, I was like, yo, man. Um, let's talk of we did a, a episode on Rogan on our in our 40 year old fuck boys podcast when <laughs> all the, the N word stuff was happening. I was like, yo, man, what's your take on this? And I've always just I like his takes because, you know, I feel like in this time, black voices are it's very important for us to speak up because black folks in general, the black community tends to go a certain direction, just automatically yeah. and if we don't speak up like that's why i actually messed with osiris more and like even i woke up because at first i was hating on candace owens and brandon tatum and then i was like man they're actually saying some real stuff and then it was like and no one else was saying it like even for the whole trump thing i kind of got red pilled by tim pool but if i'm keeping it absolutely real i was just like man i can't mess with trump like that like da -da -da -da. then when i heard some black folks saying it I actually took mm -hmm. some time to listen. I was like, yo, why are they saying this? Because, you know, all of the people I look like or see in my circle are saying Trump is racist. Trump is this, that and the other. And once I saw heard other people and then it's a trend, it's like it opens up these dialogues where it's like, yo, I don't have to be a part of the matrix. I can, you know, like I have some people who think like I do, you know, when you feel like an outcast, sometimes you just kind of keep to your own and. I always just I just like that uh Osiris thinks for himself, you know. Yeah. Yeah. He would I actually the, the way the re, the way I found out found out about Osiris cuz I I I found out about him because I was a Tim Pool fan. I found out about him because I cuz he did a video on Tim and I turned it on and like I I thought he gave a great opinion and I that and I subscribed to him and then one day I just um comment commented in his put in his live stream that hey, I'd like to do a collab with you sometime. And he said sure and we did it, man. That was still that's still one of my favorite videos that we've ever that I've ever done. It was the yeah. first time I had him on my show. Tight. Yeah, no, nah, he's cool. I think he's just good people. He has a good soul. You could it just it kind of jumps out of the screen and and that's just I don't know, it's just something that's refreshing. It's rare these days, so I I fucks with it. So yeah, man. Um that's yeah. tight. Yeah. Yeah, and I every now and then I still go back to watch that video because I I realized I for, it's cuz it's un from what from everything I've done recently, it's actually a pretty underrated episode. Like I really love it. Like, like we, me and him talked about a whole lot of stuff. Like stuff I stuff I didn't even think he would even be even be willing to talk about. And and he actually and we had a great conversation about it. And ever since then, we've me and him done out of everyone I've had on my show. I think I've done the most videos I with out of everyone I've done the most videos with. He's the one who I've done the vast majority of them with. Nice.
Yeah. Like I mean, I forgot how many videos. Like it's more than a we've we've done more than a dozen collabs so far. Yeah. So yeah. I, That's tight. Yeah. Yeah. And I and I and I plan to do a whole lot more with him too. So yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm glad he got his moment like that. That was cool, man. The whole Tim pool thing. And I think that's going to open it up other moments because he's been good at just collaborating and being cool with people on his a little journey. But um, this journey isn't going to be so little like he's 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 he hit his 50K and he got there. I mean, he got to 50K faster than me. You got to remember when I started messing with Osiris, I had 30,000 subs or, or something like that. And he had 8,000. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden he was just, I think one of his Tim pool videos, like them getting swatted or something went viral. And I started seeing, I, cause I was going to, I was going to hit him. I was like, yo, is that all organic? Did you buy anything? Like, how did you get the 50,000 subs? Cause I just remember one day I was like, God dang, he has 50,000 subs. That's crazy. Cause like, I've just been on my consistent grind. And even when I, I did a tech nine interview and that jumped the metrics on my uh, channel, but it's still, it was like one month I got 10,000 views. It wasn't like his growth was just like, I was like one day, I was like, holy shit. He went from eight to 50. I was like, that's crazy. You know? Yeah. <laughs> well, well, he, what he told me was it was one, it was one of the shorts he posted. It was particularly the, the one specifically was that Amber Heard snorting Coke during the Johnny Depp trial that got him all the, that started that boost him, him up immediately. He went from 8,000, to 30,000 in just two or three weeks, literally. So I kind of slept. I'm going to start dropping shorts of my content because I've been dropping shorts and all of them get like 2000 views. And I'm like, damn. And I knew they're pushing shorts, but I'm going to go ham because I, I didn't realize it could push traffic like that. Cause that's, that is crazy. So yeah, I'm going to push some, you know, push some stuff up there. Yeah. I actually started getting way more views on those than my regular videos, but then eventually but as it got closer to, to before me being permanently banned, they started going down as much as possible. Like, I think they were just so desperate to try to get me down. They were just so desperate, and then they realized, ah, we can't get them down, so let's just take them down anyway. That's what I think happened. Like, because here's what happened: they banned me, and they and and the reason they said they banned me was because I was inciting violence. That's what they said was. And I, and I, I, they didn't even say which video it was. Then I appealed it. Then like just a couple minutes later, it came back and said rejected. And it said, oh, you, 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 you were harassing bullying people. So clearly, yeah, you clearly, they clearly exposed themselves. Cause like they didn't t- even tell, they didn't even bother to tell me what the, um, um, that I incited violence or so the, and they just put harassment bullying. So Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. All right, man. Um, I got to get ready to drop. I got to do a little bit of work before I go back home and go to bed. Yeah, um, but this is a good combo, man. Good little stream. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I I love this episode. Like, yeah, we got to do it again, man. Like, um, like I said, and like maybe maybe Friday or Saturday, I might do another. I might I'm gonna do like a like a stream where like a few people, a lot of us get together. Like, basically, us because because my birthday is gonna be this Sunday. And because one of my friends, he's not going to be able to get there because he has uh, his wedding anniversary. So what he's going to be doing is like, um, so um, what we're going to be trying to do is like do the stream before my birthday, just basically call it a birthday stream, something like that. And if you want to come, you can, man, because I want to try to get as many of us together as we as we can possibly. Yeah, let me see what's up, man. Um, I, I can't front. I'm going super hard this week because it's my comeback week to YouTube. So like dude, I'm going insane the moment I'm back up. Like I'm doing live streams. I got like five pieces of content to drop every single day for like seven days straight. So like I'm going nutty. 
So um, let me just see what I have going on if I'm not live streaming or doing something. Yeah, but like, like you know, try to make something happen. Like just about a month. Was it like a few weeks or a month ago where you had Mad Child on your show? I believe yeah. when you guys did a reaction. Yeah, like yeah. Some how do you how did you how do you know him though? Like how did you find out about? How did you actually get into talking to him and stuff like that? So like I'm old school, bro. Like I opened up. So he was he. Do you know his history? You know he was in a group called Swollen Members. I may have, but it's just been a while, so I don't, I can't, I can't confirm a lot, that. A lot of new cats who are into Mad Child, they're like, just know him as Mad Child, but he's bigger, or he was bigger. He was in a group called Swollen Members, and I actually opened up for him in 2004. So that's when I first met him in Prevail. So Prevail is his rap partner, and so Swollen Members was him and this black dude with dreads named Prevail and Rob the Viking, their producer slash DJ. So that's how he got his notoriety. Then he went solo after that. Mm -hmm. So that's how I know him. I, we just go way back through touring and stuff. But what's funny is most of these people I bring on, I know them because I'm a promoter, bro. So I bring mm -hmm. these artists to Colorado and throw concerts for a living. So like that's how I got Tech 9 on. So I used to tour with Tech 9 when I was younger cuz I've toured all of America, Europe, Canada. Like I'm just underground so I'm kind of under the radar, but like I know a lot of people. Like I'm good friends with Immortal Technique, Ari the Rugged Man. Um I'm cool with uh, uh Tech 9. Um you know, just to keep it real like Chris Calico. I mean, he's you know, Chris Calico did so many hooks for Tech 9. He's like I'm going to have him in this chair next weekend. Um, oh, I, I might be able to get token on the show. King ISO. Uh, um, I'll, I might be able to get Chris Webby, um, you know, in July. Have, have you, have you ever talked to Tom McDonald before? Um, in, so yeah. So check this out. This is funny. I booked Tom McDonald before he blew up. So, um, he was buzzing and I booked him in Colorado Springs. The show did like 350 people. That's how I know him. But I recently did a reaction to ghost yeah. My two reactions I've done of Tom McDonald, he's left comments on the videos. Yeah. So, yeah. like, um, he knows who I am. He knows of me. Um, and in the last one, I remind, I was like, yo, you know, we brought him to Colorado, da-da-da-da. And he actually, in the comments, said, yo, see you this summer. Me and my partner, I can't even say, talk about it. But let's just <laughs> uh, um, there's a chance that I get him on on my channel. Um, but Oh, it, my God. But um, if I don't. You know, there's also a chance that um, he's out in Colorado doing concerts this summer. Let's just say that. That's going to be awesome, man. That is going to be awesome. Like, yeah. 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 So, 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 like, you're friends with a lot of these rappers. Like, um, like, so, I like, wouldn't you... say friends. I just, I just know them. You know, like, uh, if I said a friend, like, a mortal technique is my friend. Like, he uh, hit me up when my mom died. Stevie Stone, um, he, we did a react. Stevie Stone is my friend. Tech nine is the homie. Like we're like, uh, you know, like, it's not like we're we're like because I don't want to over like, yeah, I'm out yeah, there, you know, having yeah. birthday parties with tech. He is the homie. He knows me my name. We're tight. But like yeah. Stevie Stone is my friend. We hang out. Immortal Thanks. Technique calls me for family stuff. He's met my wife. You know what I'm saying? So me yeah. mad child, mad child, you know, he, he stayed at my house before he's had dinner. Like we're we're he texts me, you know. So um, I have some friends in the industry and then I just have people I consider homies. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that makes that makes sense, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but like, I'm a big fan of pretty much all everyone that you mentioned there, like every one of them. So like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so sometime I'd like to try to I'd like to get them on my show. Any of them. Yeah.
cool, man. So yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, some of these guys are kind of a hard to, you know, like they're doing me a solid, you know, but if anyone's trying to get on a show and they're down, you know, I'll keep you posted, but you got to work. You got to, yeah. I'm telling you, you got to get back on YouTube, bro, and build up your numbers because a lot of these guys look at numbers. It's like a value exchange. Like me and Osiris are cool. Most people aren't going to do this. Also, like, I think you're cool. But also, like me and you having a conversation, I look at this as putting the reps in. I need to have as many conversations with people as I can because I'm about to blow. And then I can pick and choose because my time is going to be limited, you know, who I do stuff with. But people are looking for a value exchange. So you need to put in the reps, get comfortable doing this at a very high level, and then get your numbers up. Because once you get your numbers up, people start knocking at your door to get on. Or when you do ask them, they're, they're oh, this dude's kind of popping. Yeah, we'll get on the show. But like, yeah, man, even me, like these dudes have done me favors and, and because I'm the homie. But now that I got 50,000 subs, like everyone's like, like even Stevie Stone was like, yeah, let's do an, another reaction. He would mm -hmm. do it because he's my friend, but he saw that we almost got 300,000 views on the first one. So when people see that, now they're like, yeah, I want to fuck with P. So that yeah. just the barriers to entry because you're not going to know these people. And I could do the intro, but if there's not a value exchange, like, ah, I'm not going to do it because, you know, people turn me down all the time, especially when I was because, dude, I've been working my channel forever. And I remember I was just stuck at 15,000 subs forever. And I'll keep it real. I bought fake subscribers at one point, fake views. Like I did all that shit to try to get shit popping on YouTube. And eventually I just started seeing stuff that was working and just stuck with it. And here I am now I'm buzzing, but it's because I put out so much content and, um, yeah, now I'm, I'm finally reaping the benefits of the work. So, um, yeah, there's a lot of things, but, uh, yeah, man, I'm telling you, you gotta get, you gotta change the name up, get back up on YouTube. Don't get kicked off, you know, get a few thousand subs, you know, get some interesting material and get your shit popping because YouTube's that search engine. That's going to help you get more people over to rumble. Cause you're not going to like the people who are fucking with you on rumble are just going to be your homies. And like, yeah. you, you, you gotta, like something has to crack. You got to crack something off on Twitter or YouTube, you know, or you're going to just be like in this, you know, uh, it's cool that you're getting more views over here, but to grow, like just follow, uh, Osiris's lead, man. Like he, he's a really good dude to kind of, um, follow his example. Like he's, he's doing a really good job because again, like I'm telling you, bro, I'm the OG. Like I don't have a day job. I make money writing raps, throwing concerts. I own this studio. Like, so this is my podcast mm -hmm. room, but I have an, a, a studio where people come in and record in that room and a studio B and I own all the equipment and my engineers come in and work and record people. Mm -hmm. So like, you got to think like I've been in the rap game for so long and think about that. Osiris because of his work ethic and the way he put things together he was able to surpass me with subs and it's not a competition. I'm just telling you how good, like even me, like I didn't realize what I was doing now that I show up every day and put out content. Now I'm starting to pop, but I didn't know that's what it took. I thought, Oh, if I put out a music video every month, if I did this, if I did that, and that's not what, like, if you got a machine behind you pushing your singles, cool. But if you, you got to grind on YouTube, you got to show up every day and put out good content. And um, that's what's happening for me. And, you know, you know, yeah. like I said, Osiris is a great example, bro, because like he's literally a dude who's becoming an expert in the culture war and people find value in his commentary. So they go to seek him out. They want to know what does Osiris think about Biden's documents today? 
-hmm. what does Osiris think about this? Because, you know, that's what people are talking about. And he's really good at uh, um, exemplifying that. So, yeah, it's dope. Yeah. So, so I'll, I'll take some of that under, I'll take that under advisement. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll look more into it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, yeah. So like, so, so like what other things do you think I should do then? Like pretty curious what you think then. Well, you got to get your numbers up, man. If you, so to get people on your show, right. These people are going to help you get your numbers up, but to get them on your show, you got to get, get your numbers up. So one, you need to be in front of this screen all the time, right? Like tonight we're just conversating and stuff, but yeah, watch any of my reactions. I'm starting to become more deliberate in my actions. Right. So like, if I think something's funny, you know, I'll I'll maybe exaggerate my laugh a little bit. Um, you know, I'll, I, you know, I'll make jokes. I'll be cracking good jokes. I'll be like kind of on fire. Like I'll know what like certain con- certain things I know what I'm talking about. Like you just you, but to do that, you got to put the reps in, you know, like um, you got to get on here and just film. You know, you don't always have to do a live stream. You can cover topics like Osiris does that where you're like, have a good thumbnail. Like you need to grow your brand, but to grow your brand, you got to put in the reps. So you got to be in front of your camera and be creating content over and over again until you master it. And then, you know, build up your numbers. But if I had to recommend anything, I'd be like, yo, build up your numbers on Rumble, YouTube and Twitter. Like those are the best places to get this type of commentary out and know how to tap dance around the uh, the YouTube stuff like you cannot be talking conspiracy stuff like you'll really have to talk politics, but in a political way, you know, so you're not getting taken down and, you know, do your thing. Yeah, I'll take that under advisement, man. Yeah. Yeah. And thanks. Thanks for coming on, man. This is a, this was a great conversation, a great conversation. Yeah, no, we it was a good one, man. So, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, and before you go, where can my audience find you at? Um, you can find me uh, pretty much anywhere if you search Black Pegasus Raps, and Pegasus is P-E-G-A-S-U-S, just like on the screen. But um, I'm on Instagram and Facebook at Black Pegasus Raps, and then um, YouTube. If you just search Black Pegasus or Black Pegasus Raps, you'll see me. My, my videos and my channel will pop up. I think I'm listed on YouTube as pegasus black it's like youtube.com slash pegasus black because someone already jacked black pegasus but back then i didn't go by black pegasus rap so i just did pegasus black whatever but yeah i'm i'm pretty popping in the google searches if you if you put rap or raps with black pegasus i will pop up in any search because i've been around so much so not too hard to find all right all right thanks for coming on brother and 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 by the way everyone If you're watching this video, make sure to hit that like button and subscribe to this channel here on Rumble. Also, follow me and Black Pegasus on all the social media platforms as well. And also, if you're follow um, my channel here on all the podcast platforms because it's on all of them as well. All right. This has been Ray and Black Pegasus, and this has been the Ray Infinity Show, episode number 90. Catch you guys later. Peace. Peace out.